Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. So it's finally here, football season. But do you know what this season is about? No? Well, let me walk you through it. This is more than the end of summer and the start of fall. This is what was built in the heat of July and August. This is weights, sprints, drills, blocks, and tackles. It's X's and O's, game film, scout team, and first team. This is the drive to be better. Prove something to all those doubters. This is the past, present, and future. It's the memories of Moss, Gigging, and Sapness, and the dreams of the greats to come. This is the Central League in Delaware County. This is Newtown Square, Marple, and Broomall, united. This is the Tiger Roar, Friday Night Lights. It's Shelly Strong. It's the cheerleaders, the alumni, teachers, and the student section. What do they call themselves again? Oh, yeah, the jungle. But most of all, this is the orange and black. This is Marple Newtown football. This is family. And family is everything. So sit back, grab your popcorn, and enjoy. This is 2015 Marple Newtown football. Five, four, three, two, one. motion. It's a handoff to him. Far side. He's going to look to throw. Throws back. It's going to be intercepted. Middle of the field by Malpanutan. That's Carmen Christiana. Another turnover for him and he brings it inside the 40 to the 39 yard line for Malpanutan. Let's see what they do here back on defense. We go to return. Fake! Fake! Up the middle goes Spring. There's Malpanutan. It's, it's, it's Christiana up the middle. Across the 50 and down to the 46 yard line. Carmen Christiana on the fake punt. And Marple Newtown in the Springfield Territory! Marple Newtown weathers the Hawk. Passes down the skyline. Tall breaking tackles. Fights his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! What an excellent job by Abel Hawk. Hope. Down the eye. It's a handoff to Sapness. He runs around his like a Good patience. Across the 40. Across the 40. Across the 50. One man to beat. Across the 35. On his feet. Nearly tripped up. There he goes. Adrian Sapness. Touchdown. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing? That's moving like your doggone hands. That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? Tronic, three wide receivers. Looking, looking. Pressure, ball comes out. Ball comes out. Scoop and score for Martha Newtown. Scoop and score for number 53 of Martha Newtown, Kyle Kelly. Runners under center again now at, at midfield. 5.44 to go. He's looking, looking. He's going to throw slant route to Abel Hoff. Makes the catch at the 40. He's inside. He's going to break away across the 20. Can one man to beat? He stays on his feet. Touchdown. Kennard tried to tackle at the 5 and couldn't get both legs. And Hoff is in for a touchdown. Yep. 
Puts a hand off the seconds. Looking for a hole. He bounces to the outside after initial contact. A few more yards after initial contact. Still going. Breaks free. He's got the first down. He's got the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Adrian Sackers for the Tigers. Wow, what running by Adrian Sackers. the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Blumar Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line. Here is Eric DiPentino, Jim Oswald, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasquale. The playoff hunt begins to heat up as the season winds down with only two games remaining in the regular season. Good evening as we welcome you in live to Lewis W. Scott Stadium in Media, Pennsylvania for tonight's Central League matchup between the Marple Newtown Tigers and the Pancras Lions. After dropping the last two consecutive games, the Tigers are hoping to avoid a playoff knockout, punching Pancras that deliver could be by Pancras tonight. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, alongside sideline reporter Eric D. Pantima. I'm Dave DePasco on this Friday night before Halloween. See, both teams are hungry for a win. Ridley got the best of the Lions last Friday night, 33-7. But Marple Newtown won't forget the late-season loss last year that essentially knocked them out of the playoffs. A little unfinished business. That's right. You, know, you got two teams coming into tonight's game, uh, both coming off a loss. Marple Newtown coming off two losses. Their defense gave up the most points last week and most yards to a very good Garner Valley team that's well on the way to the 4A playoffs. Very interested to see how they are going to respond tonight uh, here at Pancrest. For Pancrest, coming off a loss to Ridley, they've struggled this year. 2-6, and 2-4 and four in the Central League. They knew they weren't going to be... Very good, you know, coming into the season. And why mm-hmm. I say is because only 12 seniors. This is a junior-heavy team, 24 right. juniors. So they're going to have to rely on this big offensive line, who I think is very physical up front and behind these three, four uh, backs that you'll see tonight in bat tips, Quintiliano, Kennard, and Cal. Uh, those four are playmakers as well as the quarterback, Ruffin. So it's going to be a hard test for Marple Newtown, who right now needs to win this game first mm-hmm. in order to... You know, keep their playoff hopes alive. We won't get into next week's game, but right now you got to win this game to move to seven and two and keep your three A playoff hopes alive. Marble Newtown last defeat of Pengris in 2012. All time they have a slight lead, 28 to 27 and two. We're going to send it down to the sidelines. Eric, what is the atmosphere like down on the field? 
Alright, so it seems like we're having technical difficulties. Besides Steve, Pencrest shot themselves in the foot last week, turning the ball over four times. What can Marple Newtown do defensively? Because they got two fumbles and two interceptions last week against Ridley. Well, Marple is going to have to get back to what they've been doing. Uh, even though they lost to, in two, two weeks ago to Conestoga, they played very well. Only up 13 points, only about 160 yards. Last week was very tough. That Simon football trying to you know, read that midline, QB pulling, uh, that you know, fullback gives. Uh, mm-hmm. Very tough defense. I wish bone midline style. they got to get back to playing aggressive football. You're going to see a lot of power eye from this offense. Uh, you'll see a full house set. You'll see double tight, twin set from... Um, Pancrest, kind of like what Marple Newtown's offense ran last year with Adrian mm-hmm. Satin. You'll see a lot of power football. you got to rely on that defensive line of Trainer, Turner, Kelly, McEwen, Wazawicki, Rank, and other guys like that to get in the backfield, get penetration, and let the linebackers and McKay and DiCamillo come in and finish them up. Something I know is out of that eye formation. Their quarterback in Ruffin is very elusive. He's not afraid to tuck it down and run it. Ridley utilized the edges and quick hitters to keep this Lions defense guessing. I expect the Tigers to do something similar. I say in keys of the game, you're going to see a lot of screens, a lot of swing passes to get playmakers in space. Uh, with that, I mean, as we always talk about, get your playmaker Abel Hoff in space um, and, you know, let him do his work. Uh, I expect to see a lot of that tonight, but also I expect him to get back to the running game tonight. They threw a lot last week. They saw something in the film uh, against Garnet Valley that they could pass them. So, they, you know, they threw a lot of balls last week. I expect him to get back to the running game tonight. And for my players to watch, Marlon Weathers, a freshman, Jack Fellows, a sophomore, I expect them to come out tonight and uh, get going. Paoletti last week set a school record with 50 passing attempts. He did throw for 317 yards and two touchdowns, but those three interceptions were costly. Yeah, they were, and I expect him to bounce back. Uh, He's only a sophomore, Paoletti. He's a tough kid. He's going to come back out tonight, and I think it's going to help with the running game. they got to set up the pass with the running game, as I talked about. Weathers and Fowlers are going to have to help him there. This offensive line is going to have to get a good push. This way it helps set up some play action, some three, five-step drops for Paoletti for him to deliver to some of his receivers tonight. Primarily a track field. I know that was something Eric went to talk about, but Abel Hoff reeled in six passes for a buck 30, including a 54-yard bomb that almost found the end zone. It could be a track meet tonight. Yeah, I mean, you see the beautiful turf that Pancrest has. Uh, we were here two years ago. They still had the grass. This is one of the nicest turf fields I've seen in mm-hmm. high school football. Just done this past summer. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a lot different than when we saw uh, Marple Newtown playing at Springfield on that grass. Uh, you know, they didn't have their full strength and speed that game. But tonight, mm-hmm. you know, we saw – I know Abel Hoff wants that – play back from last week, getting caught from behind, which mm-hmm. could have maybe changed the game if he were able to get the uh, score right, you know, back to tie it up. It's the only seven. game he did not score a touchdown in last week. You know he's going to be hungry for the uh, end yeah, zone. And he, you know, all Delco player, uh, now currently the, has the most reception and yards in Marple Newtown school history. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got to point that out to him. Uh, kudos to Abel Hoff uh, with two more games to go, hopefully some more games in the playoffs to add on to that. So uh, I expect him, of course, to have a big game tonight. This season, Abel Hoff has 402 rushing yards, as well as 707 yards through the air. In total, 11 touchdowns. You have to be impressed by the dynamic player. But the surrounding pieces and weathers, 
fouls, in addition to Marlon Weathers, are going to have to contribute tonight. As we said, we, they got to get back to the running game, and I think Weathers and Fowler are going to get a, a good amount of carries tonight to set up the passing game to find Marcus Weathers, Kostak, and guys like Rufo in the passing game. Uh, but that's going to be very key for these guys that can get the running game sustained early. Last week, Chris Rufo chipped in with three receptions for 90 yards in his first Tiger touch- touchdown. That could be something this week as they try to find other players in space. Yeah, and Rufo, I mean, he's going to build off of that performance. As in my opinion, the most improved player from last year's 2014 season to this year's team, uh, Chris Rufo worked his tail off all season long. Uh, came up big in a few games this year. Had a big touchdown last week. Granted, it was in the second half. The score was lopsided at that point. But it's good. It's a good confidence builder for someone to haul in a big touchdown catch like that. And I expect him and the other receiver uh, receivers to build off that this week. We're going to send it to Eric. Eric, what are your thoughts going into this Central League matchup? Well, it's a big game for both teams, like you guys have mentioned before. Um, you know, Marple Newtown's coming off a two-game losing streak to Garner Valley and also Conestoga High School. Um, you know, they got to come in here with some balance, a better game plan, probably uh, more run running plays and passing plays because last week, quite frankly, uh, Paoletti threw the ball 50 times. So um, I think you got to come in here, got to start establishing the run game. If you do that, that'll open up the pass. And we all know, quite frankly, Abel Hoff is great on turf fields, so we'll see if he can break a couple. But got to get the run game going first, guys. Absolutely. As Fallows has 246 on the ground with three touchdowns, but Marlon Weathers, the freshman, has a buck forty-five. I saw him pre-game. He was getting a lot of touches. I expect this offensive line of Marple Newtown to try and dominate the offense and defensive line. Yeah, well, we talked about. I think Pencrest's strength is their offensive defense line. They've got some big boys up there, Buchanan and others, mm-hmm. um, who are very physical, very good off the ball. Marple Newtown's very good defense, offensive line, a lot of experience there, a lot senior heavy. And only uh, junior is Luke Lazowicki on those starting lines on both sides. So. Uh, that experience of Marple Newtown has to dominate up front, and that defense line has to, as we talked about, has to get penetration. And to forget about last week, I know they already did. They're very well coached. Right. Uh, that's where about that assignment football. You can't really fire off, but you got to sit, read. You know, defense linemen don't like that. No one likes playing that midline offense. And I think they're mm-hmm. they're hungry tonight. They're going to get out after the quarterback tonight. And uh, they're going to have get back to what they've been doing all season long on defense. We're going to talk about the keys to the game. My number one key to the game is establishing an identity on offense, whether it's through the air or on the ground. Marple Newtown's got to find a way to get their players in space. Don't allow Pencrest to control the ball like Garner Valley did last week. The Jaguars converted 9 of 17 for 53% on third down, essentially putting the time of possession completely in their favor. 36 minutes to 12, you cannot happen again. No, and as will happen when you throw the ball a lot. Um, and when you're playing down, you know, early, you were down two touchdowns early, three touchdowns in the halftime, you're going to want to throw the ball, throw the ball. And that lopsided. Uh, time possession where Garner Valley just ran the ball. I think they only threw it once or twice. It, it's going to happen, and that can't happen tonight. You should establish an identity. But really what I want to see Marple Newtown do is start fast. They need to start fast, but they haven't started fast with an open uh, drive touchdown in a couple of weeks, and I think that's going to be huge for them tonight. If they get the ball first, drive down, score, or if the field were a touchdown, you want to touch it, and then get back on defense, force the three and out. Or it's reverse, you know, your defense starts out early three and out, get the ball in the offense, good field position, let Paletti drive down the field, score early. I think if you can score early on a team in Pencrest that's 
two and six. Um, doesn't have any playoff aspirations at this point. But hey, they're still going to be tough. They can play the spoiler they did last they did year. Last year, exactly. That's in the back of Coach Gicking and some of these seniors' minds. That hey, we had an opportunity. We won last year. Everything else fell in places. All we had to do was win last year. We would have been in the playoffs as a you know, even though as a, as a 500 team. But you get in, you get in. It's a whole new season. Mark Rutan was unable to do so. Because of Pencrest, when they came into Marple Newtown last year and helped gave them a loss on Halloween, I think Marple Newtown is going to return that favor tonight, is hoping to uh, return that favor uh, on the eve of Halloween. Trick or treat, Steve, trick or treat. Player to keep an eye on, we're going to send it to Eric first. Who should Marple Newtown key in on in order to win this game? Well, you know, they got a couple good receivers. Um, you know, uh, their uh, best receiver they have is... Uh, it's going to be Abel Hoff. Yeah. Going I mean, down the sidelines, yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, Marple Newtown, really, for them, like I, like I mentioned before, get the ball to Jack Fowler's, get mm-hmm. the ball to Marlon Weathers, get the ball to um, even Tayron Johnson, one of the other guys that got a few carries earlier in the game. Three-headed monster. Obviously, Abel Hoff's going to get carries as well. Um, you know, with that formula right there, you know, I think that... Uh, that would mean success for the Tigers tonight in Pancras. But, you know, it's going to be a tough game because Pancras, even though they're on the bottom half of the standings in the Central League, still a formidable, formidable opponent. It's a pretty good, pretty good crowd so far, senior night here at Pancras. So we'll see what happens. It should be more of a competitive game than some people might expect. It is a cool night here at Pancras High School. Steve, other than the backs, who are you keying in on? And let me take a guess. I'm going to go with Noah Turner. Of course, that was <laughs> flat out good football player right there. Uh, getting back to what he's been doing all season long again. Struggled last week along with the, you know the whole defensive line. And, you know, although Noah Turner, I believe, was second in tackles last week behind De Camillo, he still played well, but he wasn't dominant because he didn't have opportunities to be dominant really. Um, yeah, he, what he wants to do, he wants to read the block, shed the shed off the defense, uh, the offensive lineman, and go make a play. Last week he was a lot, you know, had to sit, read. You know, the, you had the option. You had, you know, you didn't know if they were giving it off inside. The quarterback was rolling around and pulling it. Tonight, he's going to be pin his ears back, go after that quarterback, stop that run like he knows how to. Uh, but not just him. That's this entire offense and defensive line. They are very key to this game. They have to be just as physical or out physical, as I said, Pancras strength, which is their line on both sides of the ball. Absolutely. Turner leads the team in sacks with five. Additionally, 14 and a half tackles for a loss. He's a key player on the defensive line for the Tigers. My player of the game to keep an eye on is going to be the kicker, George Lambritzios. He chipped in a 20-yarder last week. He's 5 of 8 on the season, but setting field position for the Tigers will be huge. He has 14 touchbacks and 34 attempts. Yeah, and he's been doing it all season long. Uh, he said 14 touchbacks. So important to have him in here, uh, giving the, op- the opposing team the ball to 20 yards, not allowing a return is huge. I know uh, Nick DeCreco doesn't really like it too much. He loves flying down the field and making tackles, uh, but but just to have George Lambritzios in the, in the kickoff game is huge for Marple Newtown. He has to keep that up tonight and start the game off early with a few of those touchbacks. We're going to take our first time out. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make... Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. 
They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party. Leading up to end the day of the event, you can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible! They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Markle Newtown Tigers on www.markleNewtownFootball.com. We welcome you back live to Lewis W. Scott Stadium the Media, Pennsylvania. It is senior night here at Pancras as they introduce the cheerleaders in addition to the football team. Steve, who are the few players for Pancras that Marple Newtown has to keep an eye on? One guy that stood out to me is their big 6'3 senior wide receiver, Zane Horn. Yeah, he's a key player for them on offense, but as I talked about, I think the strength of this team is their, their line on both sides of the ball, offense and defensive line. I like the kid Buchanan a lot. Uh, senior, not many seniors. We only talked about they have 12 seniors. This is a junior-heavy team, 24 mm-hmm. juniors. Uh, but they're going to have to rely on this physical offense and defensive line on both sides of the ball. And uh, I'd also like the uh, running back, Bad Tips, uh, mm-hmm. coming off a season where he only played three games, injured his collarbone, coming in this year, having a good year. I expect him to uh, get some carries tonight. As you saw, there's three different – you'll see them in eye formation, full half. Uh, so they like to run the ball, and uh, you know behind that offensive line, and I expect that line to uh, you know produce tonight. You're talking about the juniors on this roster. They're starting three backs. You got Count, who is a junior, in addition to Quint- Quintiliano, who had three for 66 from 61 yards out to give them a touchdown against Ridley last week. In addition to Ruffin, so coming into next year, they're going to have. A plethora of senior leadership, sort of what Marple Newtown has this year. Yeah, they knew that coming in. They knew that they just had to be competitive this year. They weren't expecting much coming into this season. Um, you know, going game by game. You, you, also, you don't come into the season knowing, you know, you're not going to do well. You want to do well. But they knew that, you know, they were going to be in two years, meaning next year with all those seniors, that was going to be mm-hmm. their year. So they just want to get through this season. Just, right now they're 2-6, two 2-4 and six, two and four in the Central League. They just want to get a win, just go week by week and finish not, the season out strong. Not just getting through the season. They're getting quality starts. That's something you can't teach. Experience on the field, especially when you have Marple Newtown, a sophomore quarterback, 
getting him the type of experience this season only improves for the next two. Yeah, and we saw it with Marlboro Town two years ago with this senior-heavy team. Most of these kids played as sophomores. Mm-hmm. So we know how it is here at Marple, you know, what Pancrest is going through. You know, just getting these kids experience, and we see what type of team Marple has this year with those senior leaders now. Uh, Pancrest is going to, you know, have that same success next year. You have to be impressed by the senior leadership of Marple Newtown, from Gino DiCamillo to Marcus Weathers, that have an offense, defense, and special teams with Lambricios. Yeah, they're a very senior-heavy team. Um, they're, com- they're coming in this game tonight, um, you know, trying to get off two two-game losing skid. And I think this, if you're going to have anybody, it's the senior leaders are going to carry tonight as Marple Newtown comes out on the field tonight. But as you said, it's going to be those guys that all during the week we're going to get these guys ready for tonight's game. All right, we're going to take our second time out. That will take us probably until the national anthem. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a general approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA brings the pizza shot to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook, and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, 
Call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sproul Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Dicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610 610- Three five nine eight four five four. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 
Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. We welcome you back as captains go to the 50-yard line. For Pengrass is big number 93. Mateus Gabre in addition to number 20, their main back, Kenyard. For Marple Newtown, Gino DiCamello, Abel Hoff. In addition to Marcus Weathers and Steve, number 56 in Marple Newtown. Matt Trainer. Matt Trainer, thank you. Out for the Tigers. As they're at the 50-yard line, only two captains for the Lions. It seems like they're going to defer to Marple Newtown. Will defend to begin this game. Pankhurst gets the ball. Marple Newtown with the defend the East goal. What is something to keep an eye on early in this one, Steve? Probably going to go back to playing good defense like we saw the previous six, seven games. Uh, so... Expect to, you know, get a good kickoff here by Lambricios. Hopefully a touchback defense takeover and maybe force a three and out. Get this offense on the field, as we talked about. One of the keys of the game, start early. So let's see if they can do it. We're going to step aside. They're going to be playing the national anthem. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. At My Lake Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, food catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible! They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Pencrest marching band finishes up the national anthem. George Lambrizio will get to boot this one away for the Tigers. We're going to send it to Eric first before the game starts. Well, just a comment on the atmosphere here. It's pretty good atmosphere here. Pretty uh, 
good attendance for Marple Newtown side and also for senior night for Pancras. Uh, comment on the temperature. It's tipping below 50 degrees right now in the mid-40s. A little bit chilly on the field here. But a uh, pretty good night for football in the end of October. So, uh, you know, let's see what happens tonight, boys. Here we go. Thank you, Eric. Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half, but not before George Lambricios gets ready to kick it off. The all Central League soccer player named yesterday, Steve. That's right, second year in a row. And his teammate Hunter Dyson with the uh, MVP of the Central League. So after a very good season, finished second in the Central League in soccer. Lambricios is focused on nothing but football now. Standing on the 10-yard line to return this is Count in addition to Horn. Lambricios to kick it off for Marco Newtown. Decent-sized crowd here as it is senior night at Pencrest High School. Lambritzios kicks this one. It is a high kick. It's going to be returnable from the five. It's going to be dropped, and he is going to be hit, and he's going to be down the six-yard line. Good job by Philman to get down there. Great job by Philman and this cover team to get down there and make a good play. So just what you wanted. Not a touchback, but even better as Pencrest. And their offense, led by Ruffin, are going to start inside their 10-yard line. Count was the returner who was only able to find his way to the 8-yard line. Leading this Lion offense is the junior, Manny Ruffin. He's going to come out. I formation. It's going to be a handoff off the far side. But he is going to be bottled up at the line of scrimmage. Good job by the Tigers' defense. Lions pick up McEwen and McEwen and friends on the side. Others in on the tackle. And we talked about Pancras likes that power eye formation. You'll see it. some full house sets by them, but they start on the power eye and nothing doing right off the bat by the Marple Newtown defensive line. To be a two yard pickup for Cal as they come out once again in an eye formation. Horn is going to be the wide receiver to the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Cal off the far side once again, chopping his feet. He's going to pick up three, third down and five coming. Trainer and Turner in on the tackle there. So we talked about this defensive line getting back to form after last week's loss, getting back to what they've been doing the first half of this season. And right off the bat, two plays in a row, they've done a great job up front. Just to start the game, Marple Newtown third and five with 11 minutes to go. I formation. Horn's going to be the lone wide receiver on the far side. It's going to be a counter up the gut. He's going to pick up the first down to begin this one. That's going to be a carry by Cal. Cal does a good job there. So I like to run that full house set and a little misdirection there. This time the counter to Cal up the middle. So on third and long after two good plays by the Marpenings on defense, Pancrest comes back with the counter and a first down. Ball is spotted on the 21-yard line as Ruffin gets the call and brings the line to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be an eye formation, two wide receivers to the near side. They're going to hand it off, and he is only going to find a yard or two as two Tiger defenders are in for the stop. Great job there by number 56, the senior, Matt Trainer, Been on... In on the play on 
three of the first four plays. Does a good job there, shedding the defender, coming in and making the play for Marple Newtown. So we've seen full house set a power eye set, and then them and Shotgun with this split back set. And uh, Marple Newtown's defense is a good job so far. Only one yard on the carry. Lions come out. Two wide receivers, two backs. And Ruffin's going to take the snap, but there's going to be a false start on the Lions. Perhaps they're going to push them back. They're making a second and 14 for Marple Newtown early in this first quarter. And that is something the Lions can afford to because they had four turnovers last week in addition to penalty yardage. That's tough for a young team. Yeah, the team, you know, at two and six, trying to uh, play the spoiler tonight as they did last year. You know, penalties aren't going to help them. We'll see how Marple Newtown defense can respond here with Pencrest offense against the wall. Same formation, two wide receivers, two backs for Ruffin. He's going to look to his left. He's going to throw it in the direction of Horn. Almost intercepted in the area where three Tigers. Good coverage there by Schneider, number 86. Just off the hands of the receiver for Pencrest, and Kostek almost comes up with it, just out of the reach of him. Nonetheless, going to bring up third down and long for this Marble Newtown defense. Unleash the big fella. Turner's looking for his sixth sack of the season on this play. Third down and 14 from the 17-yard line. It's going to be two wide receivers set for Ruffin. It's going to be a rollout. It's going to be a screen pass back to the left. It's going to be a juke move and spin for number 23. That's bad tips. Good play design there for, for Pencrest on third and long. They know the pressure was going to be coming there, so they dump off a little screen. And Marple does a good job of recovering from it and making the play, forcing fourth down. As Pencrest is going to come out to punt. In the punt this one away is the junior Shane Breckenridge. Back to return from Marple Newtown is Carmen Christiana. And ball is going to be punted to a 40-yard line. It's going to take a lion bounce, and it is going to be down at the 29, where Anthony Paoletti will come out with 8.26 on the clock. So defense took care of business there. And we talked about one of the keys of the game, Marple Newtown starting early. They haven't done it in the past few games. they got to come down here. Got seven yards to go here. Let's see if Paoletti can lead this team down on a nice drive. We're going to send it to Eric. Eric, the coach Gicky must be happy with that beginning third down and 14. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Pancras started out with a couple good running plays. It looked like they, they might have a good successful first drive, but uh, you know that that false start penalty knocked him back, and just an incomplete pass. And you know, Chris Gicking, you know, pretty happy with that one. Paletti comes out on the pistol. It's going to be a handle off to the far side. It's going to be a pickup of three. I didn't see who the back was though, Steve. Marlon Weathers took the carry there, so Marple Newtown looks like it's going to try to establish the run early here. Second down. It's going to be a three-yard pickup for the freshmen. They're going to immediately come to the line in a pistol. It's going to be a fake to Weathers, and it goes to his brother Marcus, who's going to fight his way to the 35. It's going to pick up three, third down to five. Back-to-back plays of the Weathers brothers. First play to Marlin, and then sets up. A pass play outside towards the Tiger sign to Marcus. He nearly drops, but able to concentrate, hold it, and get forced out of bounds. Bring up third down and about five for the Tigers. Ball is spotted on the 35-yard line with 7.30 on the clock here in the first quarter. It is tied up, 0-0. Paoletti comes out. It's going to be a spread formation. Hoff in the slot. Foul is the deep back. 
Paletti's going to look to his right, and he has all day to throw the ball, and he's going to loft it into the Marple Newtown sideline. It's going to punt out the punt squad. Flags down. Flags are down on the field, but great coverage by the Pencrest secondary. Good protection up front by the offensive line of the Tigers. Paletti saw nothing there and just wanted to throw it, but they're four. Yeah, that, they signal holding on the Pencrest defense. And that's going to give Marple Newtown a first down. It's going to be a hold against Pancrest. That will give him an automatic first down. That's the second penalty of the day for Pancrest. That, that's going to be a 10-yard penalty on them. Ball will be spotted on the 45 to can continue this drive. So a penalty on third down gives the Tigers a first down. Marpenton catches a break there to see if they can capitalize on it. Spread formation for Paoletti once again. Pistol formation with Fallos. High snap goes over his head. It's going to roll all the way down to the 15-yard line. Paoletti drops the ball. Lions jump on it. Unfortunate there for Marpenton. We saw some problems with the snaps two weeks ago against Conestoga. And it cleans up last week, but here, ball, doesn't. I don't know if Paletti was ready for it or not, but it goes over his head, and just him trying to make a play with it overruns it, and Pancrest ball inside the 10-yard line. Eric, was that a high snap? It seemed that Paletti was over his head. Yeah, that, that snap was pretty high up there. Um, you know, unfortunate there. I thought maybe Pele should have fell on the ball there instead of trying to pick it up. But uh, water under the bridge now. Defense back on the field. Thank you, Eric. Ball spider on the 14 for Ruffin, who comes out. It's going to be a counter play, and he's going to be strung out, hit in the backfield on the carry for the Lions was number Schneider. 21. That is count. Schneider does a great job coming up. See on the edge there, making the play. Great job there by the senior. It's going to be a loss of one for Cal. Marple Newtown with the first turnover on the drive. The snap takes it all the way back to the 14. That's where we are with 6.30 remaining in this first quarter. Ruffing goes under center. It's going to be three backs. And it's going to be a rollout to the left. He's looking for the big fella in Horn. Thrown to the end zone incomplete. Good coverage there by number two, Tyler Cossack. And on the other side, 56, the captain, Matt Trainer comes in from the opposite side on the rollout and forces pressure. A good job there by this defense on first and second down. This is Ben don't break tight mentality for the Tigers. Third down and 11 from the 15-yard line. So waiting. Tigers waiting the call. Third and 11 for Pencrest. Ruffin goes under center. I formation. Count the deep back. There is some miscommunication. 
And Pencrest will burn their first time out. We will as well. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a general approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back, 0-0. Ruffin's going to roll out to his left. He's going to throw it into the end zone. It is too tall for Horn in the back of it. Fortunately, just overthrows his intended receiver, Horn, who was wide open in the back of the end zone on that same play design. they roll out to the left. And it looks like they're going to... Seems like they're going to kick this one, Steve. Yeah, Ruffin jogs off the field, so they're going to bring their kicking unit out here. Junior Patrick Hughes is the place kicker. It's going to be about a 32-yard attempt. Clean snap, nearly blocked, and it is good for the junior. Wow, looked like it almost someone got a hand on it, but it goes through the uprights, and Pancras strikes first tonight. Turnover turns into three points as they lead 3 nothing with six minutes to go in this first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, Pennsylvania brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly Soft Pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. We welcome you back as the field goal from 32 yards is good for Pancras up 3-0. Hughes kicks this one away. He's going to kick it to Johnson, who dies for it at the 11-yard line, gets back up, picks it up. He's going to make a juke move off the left side, and he is nearly off to the races where he is going to be down at the 36. Good recovery there by Johnson as he muffs the ball and off the bounce and falls down, picks, gets back up, and sometimes that breaks down the return team's coverage, and yeah, he finds a little gap there and almost broke it, but good starting field position here for Paoletti and this offense on their second timeout here in this first quarter. Second drive for the Tigers, first down and 10 from the 36. 
with six minutes to go. Pistol formation, Hoff, the lone wide receiver's in the near side. It's going to go to Fallows off the right side. He gets a block. He's still on his feet. He's at the 50, 40, and he is going to be pushed out of bounds. They're going to mark him down at the 34. Great job on the right side of that offensive line. Behind Lazo Wiki and the guard, Matt McKay. Fallows, one of the players of the game we said to watch for. He gets the ball, that pistol formation goes off tackle and gets a huge gain crossing midfield into Pencrest territory. Good job there by the Tigers' offense. Pistol formation once again. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows off the right side. He's going to make a move, and he's separating himself from two Pencrest defenders and pick up a first down. Number nine, Breckenridge in on the top, but not before another first down carry by Jack Fallows. He goes behind his lead blocker there, Marcus Weathers. Same type of play on towards that right side off tackle. Picks up another first down. Good job for Mark Newtown to respond down 3 nothing early. In the honor of Halloween, I'm waiting for the ghost, Steve. It's coming, it's coming. It's going to be Pistol once again. It's going to be a handoff this time. It's going to be cut back up. That's going to be Johnson, the sophomore. Good job there by that offensive line. Good penetration. Excuse me. Excuse me, that's Marlon Weather. That's a freshman. Yeah, Marlon takes it this time, so a little change of pace with Fallows and Weathers. We expect a lot more out of them tonight. And so far, so good for both of them. Ball is spotted on the 19, so we are in the red zone here early on, trailing three to nothing. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers once again. He finds a crease on the right side, but he's going to be tripped up after two, setting up third down and five. One player that we had not said is Abel Hoff, Steve. Yeah, not, no touches for Hoff yet, but Weathers looked like he had something up there, wanted to bounce it out, just nothing doing. His, Pancras does a good job to bottle him up there to bring up third down for the Tigers' offense. McEwen checks out. In comes Noah Turner. Third and six for the Tigers. Paletti comes out. It's going to be a three-wide receiver set on the far side as Weathers and Rufo with the low-wide receiver on the near side and Hoff. It's going to be a rollout to his ref and a throwback to Hoff. It is well underthrown, but Abel Hoff comes down with it. Ball is going to be spotted on the... What a job by Abel Hoff to come back to that. And that's right on cue. You talked about, we haven't seen Hoff yet. And right when you need him, you go to your playmaker, all Delco receiver, Abel Hoff. The ball was underthrown, but he has a good job to get under it and hold that in. Right at the two-yard line to set up Marpa Newtown for first and goal. First and goal with 3.45 on the clock. Two yards to go as they come out in the jumbo formation. Paletti under center. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff. He is in for his 12th touchdown of the season. Great job there. They go heavy formation there. Double tight. They give it to Hoff after making a spectacular catch on third down and five. And he finishes off the drive. Just what the Tigers needed down 3-0 early. They march right down the field after an early mistake on their previous drive and punch it in. Up 6-0 pending the Lambritios extra point. Good job by the Marple Newtown offense. Lambritios is in to kick the extra point out of a Carmen Christiana hold. The snap is clean. Kick is up. And the kick is good. 
Tigers get on the board after a two-yard touchdown by Hoff, leading 7-3 with 3.30 remaining in this first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. We welcome you back. Lambrizios kicks it to the 10. It is going to be returned by number 21 of the Lions in count, who's going to bring it all the way down to the 34. So a good return by the junior. Cooper Moss on the stop. Cooper Moss in on the tackle for the Tigers. 321 to begin this drive for Pancrest. I formation horn the low wide receiver on the far side. It's gonna be a handoff to Kenyard, who's gonna be hit in the backfield, but they're gonna give him forward progress and go back to the sticks. Good job there by Christiana, who rips out the ball, but well after the whistle, as well as Turner and others in on the defensive line for the Tigers. So, good job on back-to-back plays for the Tigers. Ball is spotted on the 34, second down and 10 after the handoff went for no gain. Ruffing comes out. It's going to be two backs, two wide receiver set. He's going to look to his left. He's going to throw it Horn's direction. He is popped, and it's going to be incomplete. Good coverage by Kostak. So we've seen a few pass attempts so far by Pencrest, and uh, just out of the reach of the receivers. Uh, receivers do have their hands on it. It's just a little high and uh, incomplete once again. So third down and ten. Marlboro Newtown has Pencrest right where they want him, up seven and three here late in the first quarter. And if they can get off the field here, get the ball back into the hands of Paletti in this offense, Marlboro Newtown will be in good shape. Lions come out, eye formation, two wide receivers to the far side. It's going to be a rollout by Ruffin, who's going to scramble his way. Marple Newtown defender in on the push him out of bounds. That's Gino DiCamello, the leading tackler. Great coverage there by the Marple Newtown secondary, but even better by Matt Trainer, who rushes down uh, the quarterback there, breaks a little bit of contain as he gets outside him, and... and uh, Ruffin is a is a fast runner and smart. I mean, he bounces outside, but then is a, a finally run out of bounds by Gino DiCamillo. Breckenridge in the punt, his second attempt. It's going to be bounced at the 32. Christiana's going to roll at it. He's going to pick it up and nearly to 10. Gets his feet. He makes three men miss. He's still on his feet. He's at the 40, and the ball is loose. It's going to roll back. 
but it seems that Marple Newtown jumped on it. What a play by the junior. <laughs> when we talk about Noah Turner being a football player, this guy here, Carmen Christiana, flat-out football player. He can play any position on this field, I'm convinced, and he does a great job there. Initially, lets it roll. Something that this Marple Newtown team and their coaches you know, really preach, pick up the ball, don't let it roll, don't lose field position. He'll lose 10, 20 yards of field position on the roll. Um, but if you think you can pick it up without you know, muffing it, do it, and... Um, and now they're going to say he was down. So after that great return, after he bobbled it, he broke three, four tackles. They're going to say. So they're going to bring it all the way back. The ref must have thrown it. So what happened? I think in high school, I don't know if his knee hit or in high school. Once you muff it, it's it's a dead ball. I I don't know the rule. But if he muffs it, wouldn't it become a live it's ball? A live because ball. then they but can I wonder still if jump after muff it and then recover. If it's there, must have been a penalty, Steve, because the ball is spotted all the way down on the five. No, no, no penalty. No this he, his knee must have been there. Yeah, okay. But Jim, that's right. If the ball is muffed, the other team can. Re- it's a live ball until the other team. They can't return it for a touchdown in high school, right? I don't believe they can. Okay. So Marple Newtown will start from the six-yard line with two minutes to go. Paletti comes out, pistol formation. Hand off the fouls off the right side. He's gonna be stacked up at the line of scrimmage though. So after no carries last week, Fallos, coincidentally, the eve of Halloween, <laughs> looks like the ghost is coming out tonight. As said, two good carries on the last drive. It subs a half touchdown and gets his third carry of the game for no gain here. As it looks like he checks out and Marlon Weathers checks back in for this offense. He's making Eric look good. He was his player to watch in pregame. It's going to be a spread formation. Kostak enters the game in the slot. They're going to put Abelhoff in motion. Paletti's going to look that way. He's going to step up in the pocket and take off. He's down the sidelines, picks up the first down, and steps out of bounds after a pickup of 12. Good job by Paletti. Good job by the offensive line. Holder protection. As there is no one, you know, Pankhurst done a good job in the secondary thus far this game, and Paletti keeps his eyes downfield for as long as he can, then tucks it. He sees the whole side, the right side of the field wide open, and he saw he had a lead blocker on Kostak, number two, and uh, he took it, tucked it, and uh, picked up the first down, went out of bounds without taking an unnecessary hit. Good job there by Paletti. I feel like I say this every week, but he does a good job looking down the field, keeping his eyes down to make a big play. Something such a young player is untaught, but he plays like a senior. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion, three wide receivers set, hand off to Fowlers, who cuts back to his right side, but he's going to be tripped up. It's going to be about a yard or stuff. Now they're not going to give him anything. They're going to give him a loss of a yard, it looks like. It seemed like he lost his balance in the backfield. Yeah, so after two very good carries by him, 10 plus yards on both of them, he has back-to-back carries for no gain as the Pencrest defense is doing a good job. Paoletti goes under center. Four wide receiver set. They're going to put Hoff in motion. They're going to throw in that direction. It's too tall for Abel Hoff. Ball's going to be considered live. Abel's going to jump at it. They're going to mark it down. So that's going to be considered a run, correct, Steve? 
Yeah, it's behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, not, but not, yeah, it is behind the line of scrimmage, but it's a lateral pass. And well, it's it's actually a fumble. It's actually a ruled fumble. So statistically, it'll be a run. It's a run. Fumble. Yeah, fumble. It's, it's behind, and uh, that's why the ref did a good job of not blowing that dead initially. He was right on the line of Paoletti where he threw it. And if it goes behind Paoletti, his throwing motion, that's a live ball. And fortunately, Abelhoff is faster than that defender and was able to get to it. And Marbury Town's not going to have to run a play here. That will do it for the first quarter here at Lewis Scott Stadium. Marple Newtown leads 7-3. to You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment. Where you can find good help, you'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered. Or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. We welcome you back. Marble Newtown leads 7-3 after an Abelhoff two-yard touchdown run. Eric, Coach Kicking still has his team on the other side of the field. What is he telling his players? Well, it's a tough circumstance right now, being third and 16, kind of like, what do you draw up here? You really, can, can you run the ball? You know, it's one of them things where he's thinking about it long and hard. Um, you know, you, you still have a lot of options with, with Abel Hoff as, your, as a huge playmaker. Throw a screen pass, throw the ball downfield, pay a letty, go in shotgun, take off again. You know, there's a lot of options, but third and 16 is tough, so that's why he's taking so long there. Thank you, Eric. Third down and 16 from their own 13. Paoletti, three wide receiver set in the pistol. Paoletti's going to look down the field. He's going to intend it for Marcus Weathers, who slides down. It's going to be caught at the 31, and it's going to give Marple Newtown a fresh set of downs. What an excellent routing catch by Marcus Weathers. You had him on the uh, dig route there, and then you had Abel Hoff on the wheel route. So you had two options there, but he saw... Uh, Marcus Weathers coming across the field and delivers it perfect. Only where he can get it with some defenders around him, and he holds it in for a big first down for the Tigers. 17-yard pickup as Paoletti under center. He's going to put Abel Hoff in motion. He's going to go that way. It's going to be a swing pass to Hoff. He's going to go down the sidelines. He's going to put a stiff arm, and they're still throwing it, and they're going to call a late hit as two line defenders were hitting him out bounds. Yeah, unnecessary. Abel Hoff stepped out of bounds, and they, he didn't get thrown to the ground, but he got he got he got tossed well after the whistle, and they're going to tack on 15 here as he was close to a first down. So the swing pass goes for nine yards in addition to the 15-yard penalty. That's just poor discipline. We saw right in front of us, right here. Uh, it's right at our vantage point, and no need for that, right, Steve? Yes, uh, especially uh, with your star player, Abel Hoff. You don't want any stupid injury, something out of bounds like that. But unnecessary. Pancras isn't arguing with it. They know it was unnecessary. So, Marple Town crosses the 50 for the second time tonight, trying to tack on to the 7-3 lead. Ball is spotted on the Pancras 48. 
Pistol formation, four wide receiver set. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a high snap, and Fowler tries to jump on it. The second time, the center to the quarterback to seem that it's not happening. Second turnover as Pancrest jumps up on it. And Marple Newtown coming in this game, they they had the advantage in this game and pretty much all the facts. We said their offensive line was very, you know, very physical. Marple Newtown's going to have some trouble with, you know, their front line on offensive defense. But penalties and turnovers are going to kill you. Marple Newtown with already two penalties. You, know, you put your defense in a bad spot. You know, the field position isn't as bad right now, but last time with the snap, you know, they gave the ball inside the 15-yard and the defense held them to three points. This time you give them the ball in Mark Newtown territory. Let's see what the defense can do. So the drive starts with 11 minutes on the clock. It's going to be a throw quick out the horn who's going to be tackled at the 40-yard line. It's going to pick up eight, the, the quick pitch and catch. Good out route there. A quick out to the receiver as he goes behind his blockers and picks up a good chunk of yards close to a first down for Pencrest. Second down and one for Alliance. After getting their second turnover of the day, two inflicted fumbles by Marple Newtown. But Marple Newtown's defense is going to have to bear down to try and get the ball back with 10.30 on the clock. Ruffin comes out, two wide receivers to the near side. Under center, it's going to be pitch. And he's going to be a stiff arm. It's going to get to the corner. Kennard's going to be down the sideline. He's going to break back at the 20, and he is going to be in for a lion touchdown. Uh, Gino, now let's talk about the runner. Great, great toss play. Uh, Matt McKee uh, trying to steal the edge. Running back got outside of him, run down the sideline, and then cut it back inside. Excellent run there by Kennard. We talked about him before the game. Excellent runner. And way to score on that uh, turnover. Miscue by Marple Newtown. But Gina DiClamillo got blatantly blocked in the back right in front of the ref. I'm surprised they didn't call that because that was the determining factor of that touchdown. Hughes in for his second extra point. That is good. It gives the Lions a 10-7 lead here in the second quarter with 10 minutes to go. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Straw Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. So the touchdown run by Kinner gives the Lions a 10-7 lead. Back to return for the Tigers is Johnson as well as Hoff. As Hughes gets ready to boot this one away. It's going to be a squib kick, and it's going to be down at the 41. So it, was, it looked like almost a squib just to try and kick it away from the playmakers of Johnson and the Hawks. I think it's on open soft spot in the return team coverage. 
and uh, they just wanted to place it there. It looked like an onside, but good job by the front man, number 68, Mike Miller, just to hop on a fall down and give the offense the ball at their own 40-yard line. Going back to last, you know, the last touchdown play by Pancras. Excellent job. Tell you one about the refs. They're going to miss calls. You can't turn the ball over. That's what's going to happen. You cannot always rely on your defense to bail you out. And let's see if Marvin Rutak can respond. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers off the left side. He's going to stay on his feet. He's going to pick up three. He goes off tackle there, bounces outside, and I believe he's brought down by number 52 of Pencrest, Goolsby, the junior defensive lineman. It's going to bring up second down and seven on the three-yard carry by Marlon Weathers, a freshman. Marple Newtowns had two early turnovers. They're going to try and convert on this drive. Ball is spotted on the 43. One wide receiver in Abel Hoff on the near side. It's going to be a play-action pass, and he's going that way, and it's going to hit the Pencrest defender in Horn. They're going to call pass interference down on the 20-yard line. Couldn't it looked like good coverage, but the referees were right on it. I think there was some hand co- contact. He might have been pulling his arm or not. Now, Steve, you're right because we wouldn't have a good vantage point from that other. We didn't see yeah. that on the other side, but, but it, it looked clean here. We're going to send it to Eric. As you just said, there's a few people who are really fired up on this Tiger defense as it is pass interference. Yeah, um, well, I was actually talking about the previous drive where um, where Pankrat scored a touchdown. Gino was just fired up because of that missed block in the back uh, call that, you know, the officiating missed. But, you know, like Steve alluded to, you know, turnovers, you know, you, you can't shoot yourself in the foot. But going to that pass interference call there, um, the, the coverage was pretty decent. But last second, um, the Pankrat's defensive back kind of got his hands up uh, in Abel's face mask there a little bit. So that's why the call was uh, made there. <laughs> Thank you, Eric, as Marble Newtown continued their drive on the first play as they had a holding in the secondary, but then they snapped the ball and it went over their head. They're going to try and convert here on the 42. It's going to be a hand of the weather. This time off the right side. He finds a crease. He's still on his feet. He's going to make a spin move. He's going to be down at the 28-yard line. Good job for 14. Yeah, just looking at that replay, Dave and Steve, uh, it looked um, looked like solid defense on that last play, so who knows. Maybe they uh, wanted to... Uh, Give a little payback on the missed uh, call on Gino. Blatant missed call, but nonetheless, great running by Marlon Weathers on the last play. Good guy on his block. He uses a stiff arm and picks up a Tiger first down. They're going to go back that way. The freshman's going to be hit at the line of scrimmage. He's only going to find his way to the line of scrimmage. So no yards, but good job to continue to feed the beast to tight end set. Yeah, great job there by Pancras. So they give up a play or two, and then they then their defense is pretty solid after that. They settle down. And big number 93, Jabray does a good job inside of he's a, he's a captain. Yeah, 6'5", 280 pounds. I mean, he's a force to be reckoned with. He's done a good job tonight up the middle. Ball spot on the 28. Pele is going to play action pass. He's going to go to the end zone once again. It was intended for Abel Hoff, who was unable to reel it in. And they're taking their shots down the field. Yeah, and if he wasn't, you know, um, if the safety wasn't, you know, the safety initially got beat, and then he was coming across the field. But he had Hoff 
Um, couldn't tell what the protection was like. He had to throw it a lot more focused downfield on that. But, I mean, he beat the corner on that wheel route, and I think the safety got over just enough time for Pele to have to throw it before he had to because he had him wide open. Um, but he put it only where Hoff could catch it, just outside his shoulder, out of the reach, and uh, incomplete for Marple Newtown. Tigers trail early in this one, 10-7 with 8-11 on the clock. It's going to be play action as he is his wide receivers going down the field. He has running room. Paoletti's going to take it, and he is going to be down at the 15. Good job by the quarterback to lower his shoulders. He's popped out of bounds. Pancrest defender is not going to come as hard next time, I can tell you that. As Paoletti's not your typical quarterback, more of a fullback, tight end. Man, I feel like I'm playing uh, Stevie here in Madden. That's what he does. <laughs> I got that coverage. He just... So he's going to be down at the 14. Freight train is like you like to call him, Steve. Come and throw. And, again, he keeps his eyes downfield. Doesn't tuck it. Wants to see if he has anything. Pancrest defensive backs do a good job. He tucks it under, gets every yard he can, lowers his shoulder, goes out of bounds. Good job there by Paoletti. Paoletti comes back out. Spread formation this time. They're going to put Abel Hoff in motion. It's going to go that way. It's going to be the jet sweep to the outside. He's going to find a crease. He's going to dive. It's going to be a touchdown, but there is a flag back at the line of scrimmage. Abel Hoff goes in for the Marble Newtown a touchdown. Depending on the penalty, yeah, it will be penalty, Hoff. The penalty markers at about the seven, fellas, so it's probably going to be down the field. Okay. Probably a holding. So it'll probably go back to maybe the 17, replay first down. So it's going to take away Hall's second touchdown of the night. Unfortunately, it wasn't at the line of scrimmage. So it's only, it's only going to be about second and, or first and 12. Or first and 13. Because it didn't happen at the line of scrimmage. It happened right. more down the field there. So From the angle of the side, it looked yeah. like he was trying to throw it that way. I didn't see where it occurred. Again, we're, we're too far away to see that. But it's so shifty by Abel Hoff. Inside, out, sidestepping. Yeah, look at the replay. The, the, the side judge from the other side of the field throws. That flag. I don't know what he saw. It's hard to say. Tail Eddie comes out. Three wide receiver set. They put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a handoff to his brother and Marlon. He's going to go up the gut. He's going to sidestep a defender and get back the penalty yardage. Good job there by Marlon Weathers behind the pulling guard, Matt McKee. He pulls around. Gets his hands on a defender. And Marlon Weathers goes behind him. Picks up some good yardage there. On first down and 14 to make it more manageable on second down. Eric, did you have a better point of view on the Abelhoff touchdown? Was there a block in the back potentially? No, there definitely wasn't a block in the back. I mean, there was a little grabbing right around the six or seven yard line. Okay. That's kind of able broke away there, but just <laughs> ticky tacky, really, in my opinion. Okay, it's going to be second down and six from the 11. Paoletti's going to play action it. He's going to throw it to the end zone off his back foot. Intended for Chris Rufo with the back of the end zone. Risky pass. Yeah, very dangerous throw across your body when, when your feet aren't planted. He's rolling to the right, throws across his body, not across the field. I mean, you have um, Rufo coming across the back of the end zone on that play there. We saw that same exact play in the Springfield game where, unfortunately, was intercepted on the on the tip. Almost, again, was tipped and intercepted. Um, but they did a very good job of covering Abel Hoff 
and Marcus Weathers in the flat there, and uh, Paletti had nowhere else to go on that. Fortunately, incomplete third down and six coming up for the Tigers. Third down and six from the 11 with seven minutes to go. They're going to put Abel Hoff in motion to make it trips on the near side. It's going to be a quarterback keeper by Paletti, and he's going to be stuffed at the nine-yard line. So it's going to bring up fourth down, and George Lambritios is going to be in to try and tie this up. Yeah, smart smart uh, coaching decision by Coach Gick. Get your kicker out there. Tie this ball game up. You're down by three. Um, 26-yard attempt coming up, gentlemen. About fourth and six on the two-yard gain there on third down. Should QB keep, QB draw there, and uh, good job by Pencrest to stop him. Let's see if Lambritios can get a good snap and hold by Tobin and Christiana. 22-yard attempt. It's going to be out of a Carmen Christian. A hold. The kick is up, and the kick is good. Lambritios makes his sixth of the season. Marple Newtown ties it up with 6.18 to go in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! We welcome you back after a 22-yard field goal by Lambritios. Ties it up here in the second quarter. As Count and Horn in to return this one out of a Lambritios kick. He is going to boot it. It's going to go to the far side. It's going to take a bounce. Horn's going to pick it up in a 10 nearly out of bounds. He's going to roll back into the middle of the field. He's going to be popped. But that almost went out of bounds. That could have been a free yard, Steve. I think it stopped dead and bounced right up. And uh, I believe that was Count that um, fielded that. He, he, he wasn't sure. He saw the coverage team of Marbury coming down fast on him. So he just did the right thing. He took that ball. And, and uh, number 32, DeCrecchio comes in, slows him up, and then Tiger defenders come in and make the play to finish him off. Six, six minutes and ten seconds remaining. Ball is spotted on the 17. It's a full house formation. It's going to be a handoff up the gut, and he is going to be whacked. I believe that was count on the carry, but there are three line running backs back there, Steve. Good job by the Marpeduke Town defense there. McKee on the tackle. McKee and a slew of other defenders coming to make the play. So, Pencrest with 10 points, three off an early first quarter turnover. Oh, both are off turnovers, Steve. And the, yeah, the second one was off a second quarter turnover, uh, which ended in a toss that Kennard uh, bounced outside. Cut it back in for a touchdown. So 10 points off turnovers for Pencrest so far. Full house formation is going to go to the up back this time. Who's going to be hit and is going to continue to drive his feet. Ball is going to be spotted on the 25. So that's going to be a good pickup. It's going to bring out third and about three. Yep, so initially Marbrintown got a good push and it looked like they stopped the runner, but he keeps churning those legs there. He gets closer to a first down. So third down and three. Playbook is open here. I expect, you know, we saw a counter, a misdirection play earlier in the game, but maybe just a straight power run. And they just brought in the beef, Steve, as Gabray just made his way to 6'5", 280 lineman. 
Referee's going to throw a flag. It looks like a lying offensive player didn't get off in time, and they're going to push him back five yards. It's going to make a third down and eight. Well, that's going to change up the play call there. You're bringing your heavy package. Looks like they're going to go in the power eye or full house formation, try to really pound this one through, but now uh, third down and eight after the five-yard penalty. High formation for Ruffin. Two wide receivers in the near side. It's going to be a pitch to the near side, and he is going to be dragged down by Schneider and company. Good job by the Tigers' defense as Cal continues to get the pitches to the outside in addition to Kenyard. And that was the same play design that they scored on their last touchdown, Pancrest. Marple Newtown now fooled this time. Their edge defenders, we always talk about how good their edge defenders are, especially Trainer and Noah Turner, and they do a good job there. Beckenridge in the punt this one. It's going to be fair caught by Carmen Christiana. They're going to spot it down at the 45. It's a good starting field position for the Tigers with only 4-10 remaining in the second quarter. A good job by Marple Newtown. After you know, their two turnovers, they were down twice in this game by three points. They make it 10-10 now. Defense comes back on the field, stops and forces a three and out, and then they get good field position to start this off. They have 4-10 to go. They can punch us in. They get then get the ball back in the second half. Uh, they'll be in good shape here. Spread formation for Paoletti. He's going to work out of the pistol. They're going to put Abelhoff in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep once again. He has running room. He's at the 40. He's going to be hit by a Pencrest defender, and he is going to be close to the first down. Number 47 in on the tackle for Pencrest. Birdsall, Noah Birdsall comes in and makes the play. But not before a first down run on the jet sweep to the right side for Abelhoff. Ridley did this last week. They tried to use a lot of jet sweeps to the outside. We already saw the touchdown called back after the hold. So something to keep an eye on as this game moves forward. They come out once again, same formation. They spread it out. And Coach Gicking doesn't like what he sees. Marple Newtown will take their first time out of the half. Tied up at 10, you are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., Join at My Way Entertainment. The staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. Welcome back. It is tie ten ten. Eric, real quick, what is Coach Kicking telling his team with the first down and ten at the thirty-six? Well. <laughs> Just get some yards, quick yards here. It's first and ten. Get five, six yards. Set themselves set themselves up for a manageable second down. Really, you know, got three and a half minutes to go in this quarter. So we'll see what happens. Thank you, Eric. As they're going to put Abelhoff in motion, they're going to fake the jet sweep. Paoletti's going to keep it. He breaks through three line defenders. He is a freight train coming through. It's going to be a pickup of sixteen for the quarterback. Love the play call there. You, you, you get him with jet sweep twice. Previously on the other drive where. It was called back after the touchdown. This time they run jet sweep. 
pick up a first down. They put him in motion again, Abel Hoff, looking like they're going to run it again. Mm-hmm. This time it's a jet dive. The quarterback pulls it, goes up the middle, and picks up a first down. Great play call there by Coach Kicking out of the timeout. Great execution by the Tigers' offense. So the sophomore gets the ball all the way down to the 22. Spread him out once again. This time they're going to play Abel Hoff in motion. They fake the jet sweep. He's looking down the field intended for Marcus Weathers. Incomplete. And he would have had him. And there you go. The jet motion again. So they're, they're liking what they can do off this jet motion. You can do a jet dive. Just run jet. Uh, a jet pass right there. Tough and, one. Tough one there, Steve. Uh, you can tell. You can see Coach Gicking talking to uh, Anthony. And uh, looks like he had Chris Rufo wide open. Yeah, and it's a case where he had Marcus. We put had Marcus Weathers. It looked like he was going to beat the safety if you put it in the right spot, but he got hit. And right when you get hit, it throws off the trajectory of that throw, not wanting where you, not wanting to put it where you, you know, initially wanted it because of that hit. And fortunately, it wasn't intercepted. So Marple Newtown uh, lives to play another down here. Checking in for the Tigers is Kostak and Turner as they're going to play double tight end set. It's going to go to Fowles off the left side. He's going to bounce it. He's going to be hit by Kenyard, but he's going to pick up eight. It's going to bring up third down and two. Good job there by Fowles. Doesn't see anything. He wants to bounce it outside, has some running room there, and gets what he can on second down, making a more manageable third down there. Good job there by the Ghost. It's third down and manageable with 2.30 remaining. Gridlock to 10-10. Marble Newtown is in field position, in good field goal position, but they're going to try and find seven instead of three. They're going to come out three wide receivers. Marcus Weathers in the slot. It's going to be a rollout by Paoletti to his right. He's going to step back and throw, and it's going to be intended. There was two Tigers. There was Abel Hoff and Marcus Weathers in the area. And good, very good protection. I mean, this offensive line's given Paoletti great protection for the majority of the game besides that last play where he got hit on the throw. But he rolls out to the right, and his little throwback pass, he had uh, Marcus Weathers open it. Just on the back side, but it's just a matter. I don't think he planted his feet and threw that ball because he was getting a little bit of pressure towards the end of that play and falls incomplete, but good thing you have Lambritios. Let's see if he can put this one through for the Tigers. The 32-yard attempt for the senior. It's going to be a low snap. His kick is going to be up, and the kick is good. Lambritios makes his seventh of the season to give the Tigers a 13-10 lead with 2.04 remaining until halftime. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. With Home and Business Adjustment Company, never hear the words, not covered. We can't pay for that. Get good money for good loss of fire, water, and wind damage at Home and Business Adjustment Company. Call 610-356-1344. Welcome back. As we're going to send it down to the sideline, in addition, Eric... Two field goals in the red zone for the Tigers. Well, you know, we're used to seeing more touchdowns out of the out of the Tigers in the red zone area here. Um, you know, Pancrest defense is just, you know, getting a little bit of pressure. Paoletti gets hit a few times. Um, you know, can't seem to connect with his receivers tonight so far. But, you know, thank God he got a reliable kicker like George with two good field goals there on a low snap. Lambrizio's kick is going to be dropped at the three by number 21, who makes a juke move and finds his way up to the 16. But good job by by Cal to get back the yards. Good coverage there by Marvin Newtown. Filming in there initially to slow up Cal. 
Cal Cowboys able to break free and get some more yards there, close to the 20, just across the 15-yard line as a slew of Tiger defenders force him out of bounds. So Marple Newtown's defense will take over here, Dave. Up 13 to 10 with 156 to go. So you know, two costly turnovers, which you know converted to 10 points. Uh, Marple Newtown with a three-point lead. They have to be happy considering the circumstances so far. Ruffling comes out, and it's going to be a handoff. He's going to try and bounce it outside his tenured, but following up is Gino DiCamillo to later the boom. He is fired up. DiCamillo and others in on the play. McEwen, but good job by the safety, number 11, senior captain Marcus Weathers to set the edge or force it inside and let his linebackers and defense linemen come pursue and make the play. Going to be a pickup of one. There's only a minute 20 remaining until halftime. Tigers will get the ball to begin the second half. Pencrest looks confused. They're going to burn their second timeout. We're going to keep it here as executive producer Jim Alsman. A few thoughts going into the half? Well, you know, um, it, it would be really, really essential to obviously, we, you know, hold them here. Go into the locker room with uh, a lead. I know we'll be getting the ball back. Um, and, and obviously, you know, a stop here just gives the, co- the confidence into the, into the team, the momentum. But I, I still think there's a possibility for a score here because this defense is playing so well. Other thing I want to remark is uh, this beautiful facility, just to switch, switch gears here. Beautiful field. I, I've been coming here for a better part of 25 years, and this is uh, this field looks amazing, brand new, and so uh, it's always been a very nice facility. David, Steve, yeah, we were talking about that in pregame, Steve. Yeah, you see, it's, it's a smaller stand other than you know that Marple Newtown has. It's it's like a bowl. It's like everyone. It's real. You know, you don't have need a lot of people to fill it up. And it, if you look around, there's the hills you can stand on. It's like a bowl mm-hmm. down down below, and uh, the field is beautiful. Ruffin hands it off to number 22, Quintiliano, who's going to fight his way. It's going to be a first down for the Lions. And good run there by Quintiliano up the middle for a first down for Pencrest as the Lions move the chains. Clock's running 103 and counting. We'll see if they try to, uh, you know, you would think they want to try to march on the field and get some points on board, but. They're taking their time yeah. getting it out. Looks like both teams are just um, settling for letting this clock run out. It's going to be a full house backfield for Ruffin. It's going to be a handoff, and he is going to be stacked up at about the 30. He's going to pick up three, but Kennard and Pancrest is going to burn the last time out. We're going to step aside as Marple Newtown leads 13-10. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Dicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610 359 
610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Second down and six. Marble Newtown leads 13-10 here at Pencrest High School. Ruffin under center. He's going to roll it to his right side. He's going to throw it down the field. Nearly intercepted in the area, intended for number 23 back Baytips, but Christiana was in the area, almost picked it off. And Baytips had it in his hands, and you said it was almost intercepted by Christiana. That would have set up Pencrest with great field position at the 50-yard line, right right uh, past the 50-yard line. But now this sets up for Marple Newtown, I believe, with two timeouts. Yeah, two timeouts. If they stop him here, I think Coach Gicking burns it, and then... Um, has Pancras punted away and see what they can do. Tigers have two timeouts, 33 seconds remaining. It's going to be a handoff. It's going to go up to gut the Kenyard. It's going to be to the 34. It's going to pick up three. It's going to bring out the pun squad as Marple Newtown's going to burn one. We're going to keep it here as Marple Newtown might go for the block, Steve, because we've seen almost three times they're almost getting a hand on it. Yeah, I think uh, you'll, you'll see him go for the block here. With, you know, if there was a minute left, I think they've set up for a return. But 26 seconds left, you get a return, you know, that ball might roll. You know, we've seen that ball roll. On. Mm-hmm. And Steve and Dave, I mean, I think this was good time management by the coaching staff because you could have argued, well, maybe they should have taken a timeout sooner to, um, you know, keep some time. But at least now, with 26.4, they have a timeout. Um you know, they have a timeout when they get the ball back. Do you think that's the mentality, Steve? Yeah, I, th- I think they're going to try to go block this. Um, but again, we see their two minute war- and their two minute. We saw it in, in uh, Springfield. They can move down the field very, very so, fast. There's a difference between a two minute drill and 26 seconds, though, Steve. I, I want to see Lambreeth Joseph. Christiana gets under this and takes off. That is the key to this play. Please now, Marple Newtown plays prevent. It's a high kick. He's going to wait for a fair catch. They're going to spot it down at the 29-yard line. So that's a good pump by Breckenridge. And back on Marple Newtown might just take a knee. I think. I think. It, I think they're going to. They're going to. They're going to go. In, they're going to throw this. They have 18.5 seconds left. I think they're going to try work the sidelines again. They have a timeout. You get a first down. Stop. O'clock, you can spike it. Um, but they're going to try to work down the field here. I will be right. shocked if they kneel it. So you have to get to about the 35-yard line. So you pretty much have to flip the field to try and get in field goal range. I want to see this kid uh, get a good attempt here. Break, break another school record. That's it. Spread formation. Four wide receivers. Paoletti's going to throw to his left. It's going to be caught by Abel Hoff. He's going to cut it back up the field. He's going to be down at the 45. Marple Newtown's going to burn a time out. That's going to be their last one with 10 seconds remaining. So they got 55 uh, yards. They're, no, they're, they're going to. No, they're not going to. So they're gonna, they didn't burn their last time out. The change moves, Steve, so that stopped the clock, correct? Yeah, I'm surprised. What, and know, once those get set, they can start running that again. Two things that happened there. I thought Hoff would have went out of bounds, but he decided to get another five extra yards knowing that he had a timeout. And Coach Green decided to get on the ball. But it took about three seconds for, by the time they spotted to hike it and, and spike it. So we'll see. They have about one play here, but they do have timeouts, so they can go in the middle of the field. And they're playing over the top. There's two Pencrest defenders. As Paoletti's going to roll out to his right, he's going to tuck it. He's going to look at the clock, and he's going to run out of time. He's 
He's going to be down at about the 37, but that will do it as we go into the half. Marple Newtown leagues 13 to 10. They will get the ball to begin the second half, Steve. We're going to step aside for the halftime show. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. And now, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here is Jim Alsman, Eric DePentima, Steve Reynolds, and Dave DePasqua. We welcome you back to Pancras High School. Three minutes to go. Rest for halftime. Marple Newtown leads 13 to 10. Marple Newtown has 132 rushing yards tonight against the Lions. Paoletti leads them with 56. He has 55 through the air, 14 first downs, but two costly turnovers has allowed Pancras to creep their way into this one. And Marple Newtown can't be happy with just a 13 to 10 lead going in the half, and they had opportunities that went wayside with those two turnovers. One in their own territory went and landed inside the 15-yard line. Pencrest only got a th- only got three points off of it because of that stat Marple Newtown defense, which is back to form this week after giving up 40 points last week. And then they were driving with, when the second turnover occurred on the exchange. A little bit of a high snap. Haley went down to give it to his running back. I believe Fallis is in the game at this point, and just the ball bounced out. Looked like Marple Newtown hopped on the ball, but Pencrest somehow got in. A couple plays later, bang, touchdown. Um, Pencrest, so 10 points off turnovers for Pencrest. The only points they have tonight. Otherwise, these Marble Newtown defense have been playing very well. Mm-hmm. And I think Marble Newtown has been established in that running game. You saw the jet sweeps. You saw some plays off the jet sweeps, the dives, the passes. Uh, but Marble Newtown, I think, has to come out this second half, get a good return, and then just pound the ball, score on this drive. You go up 20 to 10 in this game. You have this defense with a 10-point lead. You're in good shape. And I think this drive, Dave and Steve, will show us and our listeners and the fans if this is a playoff team. If this is a playoff team, you come out of the second, into the second half with the ball, long drive, touchdown, you get points. Because with a team like this, with Pencrest, they're going to have the tendency to... you got to put them away. got to put them away, and you're going to have the ten, they're going to have a tendency to... You know, collapse at that point and, and shut it down. So uh, as we're seeing the Pencrest band uh, come onto the track here, and uh, what, a, what a great atmosphere here, senior night. Excellent, excellent atmosphere. And uh, the boys are out front of the booth tonight. I'm inside. That's why you're hearing this band right on top of us. Uh, but the Pencrest band does a, does a great job. They're not like the Tiger Marching Band, but they do an excellent job. They're definitely always a crowd pleaser here at Pencrest. You got that right, Jim. Has, uh, it's a great atmosphere tonight. We talked about this facility. Got the fans dancing out here in the stands. I think we're the only two with orange on um, out here, but uh, we, we enjoy this high school crowd. Uh, actually, Principal Greg uh, Puckett out in the crowd as well. Uh, yeah. 
we were just talking to him. Yeah. He's a Pancrest graduate and uh, now our principal of Marble Newtown. And he came to the good side. He came to the good side. He went to, <laughs> and, went, and he went to what college? Shippensburg. He did go. That's right. So, uh, uh, yeah. as did Chris Gigging. So, um, but uh, he's a, he's a great man, great principal, and uh, and we were talking that uh, he is uh, a, somewhat of a celebrity. Greg Puckett. He was uh, was watching television last night. I saw him on a commercial, and uh, I thought my eyes deceived me, but that was him in the bright orange tie for, uh, I believe, uh, Vidian uh, Chrysler Dodge Chevrolet right there in Newtown Square on Westchester Pike. But this is an excellent facility. I know you guys were talking about before, not to belabor the point. I want to tell you, when I ran track here in the early 90s, this was always a great track. It was one of the first high schools in the area in southern east, uh, southeastern Pennsylvania that had a, 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 a rubber track, this new rubber track at the time, 25 years ago. That was something that was relatively new. You only saw that in, in Olympic facilities and collegiate facilities, and they had it here, and it was great. They still had a grass field, and the grass field was here was, it was something to be desired. I mean, Marple had a great grass field, Steve. Yeah, and uh, beautiful, best turf I've seen uh, in high school thus far, and uh, really great. But as I look at two former, or I should say former, two Eagle Scouts, we have to recognize uh, Matt Racine, who's been having his Eagle Scout ceremony at St. Anna. I don't know the exact date. Um, November 13th at St. Anastasia, as I see Jim Alsman and Mike Willard in the booth, two Eagle Scouts. I wanted to point that out, so congrats oh, to uh, well, Matt I Racine. To, I have to make sure I put that on the calendar. And, yeah, and Mike and I, Coach Willard and I, were in the same Boy Scout Troop 122 at the time. In the early 90s, that, that, that troop was out of Messiah Lutheran Church, which is right next to the high school, which is no longer uh, for our listeners who um, not not still uh, – relevant to the area and Messiah Lutheran Church is still there but it's actually being sold so uh, I guess the church is in another facility or there's no longer a congregation there but nevertheless yeah it's great to have a, a, an Eagle Scout on the team it's a tremendous tremendous honor only 2% of uh, all all boys that join scouting go on to become an Eagle Scout so congratulations congratulations to Matt Racine and uh and uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tremendous accomplishment. That's a tremendous honor, Steve. I mean, I have my father was an Eagle Scout, my cousin Eagle Scout. I wasn't cut out to be an Eagle Scout, Steve. I, I lasted one year in the Boy Scouts, but uh, yeah. yeah. Now that's right. Now, Steve, you know, I always say that it, you know, I I get I feel very, very old whenever I see Dave's dad, and we just saw him here a couple minutes ago talking to us on the broadcast. Uh, but he was uh, he was my first senior patrol leader in Troop One Twenty Two. And uh, one of the first Eagle Scouts, I remember attending his Eagle Court of Honor. So, and Dave wasn't even in existence then. Nope, he was just swimming around, as they would say. So, um, well, some people will get that reference. But Dave, Steve, back to you. Thank you, Jim. As Marble Newtown leads thirteen to ten, they're going to warm up, Steve. So we got an additional three minutes. But we were talking about Fallows and Weathers. And they're going to have to use the ground attack in order to continue this time of possession and not allowing these two turnovers to really hurt them. Uh, I, I agree. Uh, you know, you got a short-term memory loss, as you say, in football. Um, they, they didn't have many penalties 
it. If one, I can't remember, but I don't think they even committed a penalty in the first half. It's just those two costly well, turnovers. they did have the penalty that cost them the yeah, ball touchdown. The touchdown, which we couldn't see where it was. And our sideline reporter, Eric Deepentima, couldn't see what it was. But nonetheless, it, it, it uh, nullified a touch on the jet sweep. Um, but with that penalty, had one penalty, which, you know, in the first half, which is excellent. You don't want any penalties. But, you know, one right. is, is good. But there's two turnovers really hurt them. But they're going to have to bounce back, as we said. Get the ball here. Receive it. Uh, whether you have a good turn or not, get on offense and just pound that ball with Fallows and Weathers. They're good, both change of pace runners, uh, two different style runners. And we haven't seen Abel Hoff in the backfield yet. No. But I expect him to come out. Um, maybe that double tight formation with uh, Marcus Weathers in the backfield as the fullback, um, on that up as an up back split backfield, um, mm-hmm. as a lead blocker on some of these runs. Maybe they come out in that formation uh, and just start pounding the ball, set up some pass plays for Paoletti. But nonetheless, you have to march down the field here and score. Um, you want to touch them more than anything, but you do have to come out of here and score and let your defense work with a nice, uh, nice lead. Now, Eric, what is the mentality? Is the Tigers? come back onto the field. They're warming up. We have Coach Dicking along the sidelines. What is he telling his players as they have a three-point lead heading into the second half? Well, he's kind of telling his players to stay poised out there. Make some plays in the second half. This game is far from over. 13-10. to 10, They really didn't play that great in the first half. He's kind of just telling his guys, stay consistent, keep, keep playing great defensively, but take care of the ball. That's first and foremost. I mean, if they took care of the ball in the first half and didn't commit any turnovers, this game could be a three-touchdown lead for them. So, like me and you, like me and you, Dave, were talking about it at halftime. We didn't even know how Marple was winning this game, but nonetheless, they are. Uh, once again, their defense kind of bailed them out there. And you know, Coach Gicking's message: just stay hungry, stay poised. And take care of the ball, first and foremost, guys. Don't allow Pencrest in this game. They're going to play the rule of spoiler. They're only down three. you got to come out and seal the deal with the first opening drive, especially with the kick. You have to watch out for an onside kick, Steve, as they just squibbed it earlier and luckily to fall on it. Yeah, that front line's got to be ready as you're taught. Play like you're a shortstop. Get down nice and low. Get those hands ready to go. Just in case for an onside or a little bloop kick into a soft spot in the coverage. Uh, but, you know, even if you don't get a return, you just want to get the ball in the hands of this offense and try to get something going. Now, we've seen two jet sweeps, and then they're playing off that jet sweep. We saw a jet sweep that scored that was called back on the penalty. They faked it and threw it down the field. So you got a couple options off that jet sweep as Paoletti rumbled his way for a 20-yard carry. I love that formation with the jet, especially when you're putting an all Delco playmaker like Abel Hoff in that jet motion. Mm-hmm. The linebacker safeties have to keep an eye on that and really adjust to it. And you know, you give it to him, and he goes behind his lead blockers, and, and just getting him in open space is great. But then when you can throw off of it, and you know, a, a QB dive off of it, it's 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 so uh, it's so huge with that jet motion when you have such an explosive player like Abel Hoff. And I expect them to go back to that at some point here in the second half. Second half is about to get underway. Kicking off for the Lions is their junior in Hughes. Back to return for the Tigers is the All-Delco product, Abelhoff, as well as Johnson, the sophomore. Very dynamic players for the Tigers this season as Abelhoff found the end zone for the only touchdown of the game for the Tigers from two yards out. That gives him 11 touchdowns on the year. 12. 12, excuse me. So it's going to be a line drive kick 
to Abel Hall from the 10. He's going to high step his way, and he's going to be tripped up at the 21 for 11-yard carry. Yep, and he just hit 12 touches on the year. We've seven in the air, and that's five on the ground for him. And he's looking to get number 13 on this drive, air or ground, as Paoletti marches out on the field here to direct his troops. Well, coming off last season, he had 70 catches. He broke several records, and he is picked up where he left off last season. He's hungry for the postseason. Paoletti, two tight end set. They're going to put Abel Hoff in motion. And it's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers off the left side. But they're going to blow this play dead. Most likely going to be a false start. Yeah, legal motion, false start on one or the other on the offense. Not how you want to start this second half if you're Marple Newtown. So they're going to call oh. encroachment on the Lions. So that will give the Tigers a free five yards. So he must have been lined up in the neutral or hit a, hit a player because otherwise, on high school, it's a little different. They will call it dead if it's on the defense. And in the pros, most likely, that's when Aaron Rodgers does that snap count and throws the ball 50 yards for a touchdown. Exactly. He, know, he knows the free play. But, uh, yeah, so actually, good way to start the second half for the Tigers. So it's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers off the left side out of the two tight end set. He's going to pick up the first down and more. He's going to be down at the 48-yard line, so a 12-yard carry for the freshman. What an outstanding push by that offensive line. They just drive Pencrest back five yards and more than one gets the ball, goes behind that offensive, offensive guard and tackle and if you saw the end of that play, Matt McKee just blew up his player 15 yards downfield. Great job by them. Paletti under center. It's going to go right back to Marlon Weathers. Up the gut. He is taking line defenders with him. Great job. He's going to pick up 9-10. to 10. This freshman is finally finding his groove. Yes, he is. And it helps when you're behind a big offensive line like this. I can only imagine what Coach Willard and Coach Crooks was telling that big offensive line at halftime in the locker room because they've come out two straight plays just dominating up front. And that was one of the keys of the game. Control the line of scrimmage and dominate up front, and they've done it so far on this drive. Great and job. Can, and they continue that two tight end formation that the only wide receivers on the field are Hoth and Weathers. It's going to go to Marlon Weathers off the left side. He makes a juke move and bounces it out. It's going to be pickup of eight to this entire drive. It's going to the freshman. Goes off left tackle there behind uh, the left tackle senior captain Kyle Kelly as well as the guard there, Pat Carr. And uh, he picks up a good chunk of yards there on first down. So this offense line continues its dominance here in the first, second quarter, or second half. Marble Newtown, same formation. And it's going to be a handoff once again. It's going to go up the gut, but he is going to be stacked up by three line defenders. So Pencrest was ready for that one. They do a better job there. Looks like they might have sent a linebacker to counter that rushing attack. And I think number 55 was in on the tackle there for Pencrest to take down Marlon Weathers. And that's Mike Wilson, the junior linebacker. Ball is spotted on the 39. Third down and three with 10 minutes to go. Marple Newtown driving who has a 13-10 lead. Paletti under center. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. They're going to give it to his brother Marlon Weathers, who's going to plow his way. It's going to depend on the spot, but it looks like he almost picked up the first down. They're going to mark it fourth as the near official. So it's about fourth down and one. This is four down territory here. They're going to bring in Goodman and McEwen. 
Take out number five, Weathers, and number 13, Sedario. So Sedario is in on double tight there on that whole drive with Turner. They're going to bring in the heavy formation. I love the play call. I'm calling it now, Steve. You got a free chain of Paoletti, and that's what they're not going to do. It's going to go to Abel Hoff, who's going to go off the right side. And he might have just got enough. They're waving the plate, Dad. So yeah, they're going to have to wait. They're going to say Pancras has the ball, but if he's on the thirty-six, that's a first down. That... Come on, come on. So they're going to wave to the sidelines. I don't think he got it with that spot. Now the, the New York judge towards us was on the thirty-six. I would have given him a first down, but the far side judge I think marked it a little tighter. But I don't think that was his call. It was the near side, the judge on our side, because that's where the ball it was on the right side of the play. So that's his call. And, uh, so a handoff went to Hoff. You jumped over the line. And it's going to depend on the spot. I think they are going to be short. They're short. And it's going to be short. They're going to turn over on downs. It's a tough way to start the second half, Steve. That's then. That's not his spot. That the spot is a, the guy, the near side judge, because the ball went off right tackle. It went off the middle, but it was towards the right side, and that judge had a clear view of where that ball stopped. And he came up. He was on the 36. The ball on the 36. That's a first down. The ball has just been between the 36 and the 37 because of the far judge spotting it, and that's why they're short by inches. You know, so, got to play defense now. So the ball is on the 36. Lions come out with Ruffin. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a pitch to Kenyard off the outside. He spins his way. He's still on his feet. He's got one man to beat. He beats him. He's gonna be gone for a line touchdown, and there goes the lead. You gotta regroup with your Marple Newtown's defense there. I mean, you come off the field. You look like you're driving. You get stopped short. On fourth down, and then bang, that, that pitch play. It's been their go-to play. Two touchdowns on that play there for number 20, Kennard. Ryan Kennard, the senior running back, who's been doing it all season long. Just like that, the Lions are up 16-13, to 13, pending the extra point here. 64-yard carry for Kennard gives the Lions the lead. In the kick, the extra point is huge. The kick is up. The kick is good. Pencrest takes the lead. They are up 17-13 to 13 with nine minutes to go in this third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans. Did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Brumont, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Marple Newtown, turnover on downs. Next play, Kenyard goes 64 yards, and the Lions obtain the lead 17-13 to here. And I think it was the right decision to go for. It was fourth and one. They're on, your so- on the Pencrest side of the field, on the 40. And uh, unfortunately... 
Um, yeah, they were just inches short, and then boom, right after that, touchdown Pencrest. Hughes in to kick this one away. It's going to be another squibber. It's going to be picked up and taken down. They're going to spot it at the 37. So Marple Newtown is decent field position, but they need the strike here. You can't continue to build this drive, whereas they continue to pound the rock last. Well, he's talking about this. <laughs> they always say, very cliche, but this is a game of inches, and they were dominating that drive, just dominating. You know, Fourth and short, just didn't get it. So I expect them to go back to what they were doing. Double tight end set. It's going to be a handoff this time. It's going to be to Abel Hoff, I believe. And he's going to make a few moves and be tackled at the 40 for three. So strong in there. Little guy, but he really worked hard this offseason getting his squad up with the tutelage of Coach Joe Gordon, the strength coach in the offseason. And you see, he's a little guy, but he he was churning those legs. They're not going down easily and fall to go forward. He does not like to get taken back. You know, take him back backwards, and uh, as you saw there, he lunged forward for as many yards as he could get. Three wide out set. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. It's going to be a high snap for Paoletti. He's going to roll out to his left. They're going to lose threes. He's able to get back to the sticks, but the third time tonight, Steve, where the center to the quarterback has really hurt them. Yeah, something's got to change there. This team wants... to win this game tonight and keep these playoff hopes alive. I mean, they are in desperate need of a win. I hate to be say desperate, but, you know, in the 3A playoffs right now, they look like, I think they're at six with the points. And mm-hmm. um, out of eight teams, they need this win tonight. they got to clean up uh, these mistakes here. Sped formation, Abelhoff in the slot. Pistol formation, Paoletti's going to throw it. And he's going to look over the middle of the field, intended for Marcus Weathers. That's incomplete. They're going to bring out Philman in the punting unit. And he had his man, Weathers. He went right through his hands. I mean, uh, he put it low, only where Weathers could come and get it. When he was coming, it looked like another dig route there across the field where they converted on earlier on third down and long. This time, third down and ten, unable to convert right past the markers. Ball falls incomplete. Philman out to punt here, and he's got to get a nice punt. And good coverage by this Marble Town team so they can get back on defense and stop Pencrest. Start, uh, sitting on a 30-yard line is Horn to return the film and punt. It is clean. It's going to bounce and it's going to roll. It's going to go backwards. The Marble Newtown's going to down it. So no return. Ball's going to be spotted about the 33. We're going to send it down to Eric. Eric, what is the mentality? Marble Newtown's still in this one, but they've really been deflated. Yeah. After that fourth down play on the last offensive drive where they didn't get the first down, it was really, really close. And then the long touchdown run by Pankrest, it I don't know, it kind of took the life out of them by not getting that first down, it seems like. They're, they're pretty down right now on the sidelines. They're, they're, not, they're not excited. They're not amped up at all. I don't know. Not a lot of energy. Same exact play, and this time, number 22 gets Quintiliana, but he is blown up. Marble Newtown was not fooled on the same exact play to score on the last touchdown. Opposite side the end there, uh, Noah Turner comes and just blows him up. A good job by Turner there, but, you know, it's the only play that's been working for them, so they're going to keep going through it until Marble can stop it. And, uh... 
That time, Marlboro Newtown did a good job there on their edge defense. Good job by Noah Turner to make the play. Drive started with 7-11 on the clock. Second down and eight. It's going to be another handoff. This time going up the gut, but Noah Turner, not surprised. He is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the second half to try and claw their way into this one. Another stop for him. Looked like McKee might have been the other one on the bottom of that pile there, but bring up big third down here. They stop him here. Pencrest will punt this ball away. Get it in the hands of Paoletti in the offense again. Count had the last handoff. Checking in is Gabriel. So you look like this power formation, Steve, as the 6'5", 280 offensive lineman checks in on third and six. I'll be surprised if they go back and try to throw this ball, but we'll see what happens. Spread out is Cal and Horn. It's going to be an option. They're going to pitch it to the outside, and he is going to be stacked up. It's going to bring out fourth down. Looks like Quintiliano is only going to get a yard. Ruffin decided to pitch it all along the right side. Great play design, and it looked like he had room to run, but the Marbutown defense just comes in and looks like he just hit a wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I tell you he hit a wall, these listeners can't see what happened, but he hit a wall, and uh, great job by this defense, forcing a three and out, much needed three and out, down four points. Beckenridge in the kick this one. It's going to be a high kick. Carmen Christiana picks it up at the 30. He's going to put his head down. He's going to get his way to the 38. It's going to pick up eight. First down and 10 with 525 on the clock. Number 22, Quintiliano in on the tackle. Four. Pencrest as Marper Newtown offense comes back on the field down 17-13. Need points. Need them fast. Uh, I know it's only the third quarter here, but you don't want to be playing this game, this tight game here with playoff hopes on the line. they got to sustain it, sustain the drive and put something together here. They continue to use the two tight end set. They're going to put Abel Hoff in motion. It's going to go that way. It's going to be a swing pass to Hoff. Who has the sideline? He's at the 50, the 40. He's got one man to beat. He cuts it back. He's at the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. That's what you do. Down by four points. Defense playing very well. Let up two big touchdowns. Let it one after that. Fourth down and turnover on downs. Defense comes back out after the offense couldn't put anything together. And then who do you go to? You go to your playmaker. You get him in the open field. Great block by number 11, Marcus Weathers, the captain, as Abelhoff goes to the sideline, cuts it back up with his speed and shiftiness, takes him to the end zone for the Tigers. What an excellent play call and execution by Marple Newtown. 62 yards out for Abel Hoff, his second touchdown of the day, as George Lambrizios tacks on the extra point. Marple Newtown leads 20-17. to You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. The voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times. Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Abel Hoff gives Marple Newtown the lead. Eric, I know I'm fired up. Is the sidelines fired up? 
Oh, my goodness. It, you know, what a change from the last time you asked me what their mentality was. They're amped up. There's so much energy on the sidelines right now. Coach Gicking is fired up. Just a, a explosive supposed to play. What a block by Marcus Weathers to just, you know, carry that touchdown for half. And the kickoff is going to be a touchback. That gives Lambritos his fifth touchback of the, 15th touchback of the season. What a way to answer that touchdown, opening draft touchdown by Pencrest by giving it to no other than Abel Hoff in the open field. We talked about that outstanding block by Marcus Weathers. Not only a receiver, but you know, an excellent blocker as he springs his co-captain for a huge touchdown. Quick strike as Marple Newtown takes a three-point lead here. There's ninth touchdown through the air. It's going to be a quick pass to number 20. That's Kenyard just going to cut it back up. He's going to pick up five off the nice pitching catch. Kennard comes in right real, real quick out, tries to work inside behind some blockers there, but it's brought down for about a six-yard gain. So good job there on first down by Pencrest, trying to get some momentum back because all the momentum has shifted over to the Marple Newtown side. Ball is spotted on the 26, just under five minutes to go. Tigers just took the lead off of a huge play by Abel Hoff, 20-17. to 17. Ruffin goes under center to have three backs. He's going to roll out to his right. He's going to look for a man. He's just going to tuck it under. He's going to pick up a few yards. It's going to bring up third down and short. A good job there by the Tigers defense. A three and out here would be huge with momentum already on their side. Get the ball back into their hands on offense. Up three. And see if they can put some more points on the board here. But let's see if this defense can come out on the field here and force Pencrest to punt once again. So, Steve, you've seen a couple plays by Pencrest. Do you expect the pitch play like they scored on twice or more likely? What are the coaches telling their players? Well, you got to watch the outside. I mean, we got beat on two pitch plays to the outside. So don't be surprised they go back to that here. We're going to put a man in motion. That's Cal. They're going to blow it dead, and Pengrass is going to burn a timeout. We're going to step aside. Marble Newtown leads 20-17. to 17. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Welcome back. Tigers strike 20 to 17. Huge play. Third down and four, Steve. You were just saying how they should watch the edge. Yep. Got to uh, force anything inside for the defensive ends and trainer and turner because we've seen that pitch play beat them twice so far. They're going to put a man in motion. Ruffin's going to look to throw it that way. Trainer is not fooled. He just throws it away. They're going to have to punt this fourth down and four at their own 26. They go out with that rollout play. We saw that twice in the first, early in the first quarter for Pencrest on their first two drives. And this time it doesn't work. Great pressure once again by 
the senior captain, Matt Trainer, as he gets a hand on the ball, but even better coverage by Marcus Weathers as uh, Pencrest wanted to go to their man in the flat. But Ruffin just couldn't find him. Birkenage gets the kick. It is a high kick returnable for Carmen Christiana from the 45. He's going to make a move. He's going to be down the sidelines. He's still on his feet, but he is going to be tackled down at about the 37. It's a good starting field position for the Tigers. Yeah, they keep that momentum rolling. So great, great uh, punt return there. One of the best of the season, if not the best for Marple Newtown. Carmen Christiana back there with his sure hands and picks up the yardage he can get. So Pele has great field position to work with. And we've seen a change at that, Steve, because normally it was Marcus Weathers and Abel Hoff at the beginning of the season. Now it seems like it transition, uh, transitioned into Carmen Christiana. Yeah, you're going to see Christiana there the, the rest of the year. Marble Newtown goes under center. You have Marcus Weathers and Abel Hoff on the near side. It's going to be a same play. It's going to be a swing to Abel Hoff who's unable to reel it in, but I believe they call that as a fumble, so he picks up on it, and he's going to lose a few yards. Yeah, that's a risky play, because stuff like that can happen. That's a lateral throw, so it's a fumble if he doesn't catch it. Um, and it's ruled as a run, um, and luckily the bounce went right back into his arms. Uh, even though it was a loss of one, Marple Newtown retained possession. Scenario checks out. The former quarterback going to tight end. Noah Turner checks himself in. They go under center once again. Two tight end set. They're going to put Abelhoff in motion. And it's going to be a run with Marlon Weathers up the gut. He's going to plow his way to the 34-yard line. So it's going to be a pickup of four, third down and seven for the Tigers. Great push there up front by the center, Ryan Rhodes, and the two guards of McKee and Carr. They pick up about five yards there on second down and 11. Three minutes to go, third down and six from the 33. Tigers have a 20-17 to 17 lead. Two field goals on the day by George Lambritios. It's going to be a different formation. Marcus Weathers, the quarterback. Paoletti spreads himself out, but they're going to call a flag. So a little trickery the day before Halloween, Steve. Yep. It's a good call there, Dave. And someone wasn't set. And we saw this formation. The last time we saw this formation was at O'Hara, week one. And uh, it worked successfully, but during that game, Marcus Weathers lined up and he threw the ball down the, and uh, ended up being a Tiger touchdown. But that play, before they blew it dead, looked like he was going to run it. So you never know, some trick-or-treating here. Now they push him back, third down and 11 from the 38 after the penalty. hi Trips formation to the far side. Rufo's in the slot. Fowler's a deep back. He's going to roll it out to his left. He's going to find a man he was intending. Marcus Weathers, who slipped, nearly intercepted. They're going to try and punt him most likely, Steve, or do you go for a fourth down and 11? Yeah, kind of no man's land. I wouldn't, a punt wouldn't be a bad choice here. I mean, just to pin him. But, again, you risk it rolling into the end zone and it just being about a... 17-yard change of field position. The way your defense is playing, you know. Does Riley Philman have that ability to just, it's, it's, it's tough to do. He, has, he hasn't had the opportunity. So, again, that rolls in the end zone. It's only a 17-yard punt. Now he's got a very strong leg, that young man. 
Only a sophomore. They have a very good kicker in Philman. Tigers are going to go for it. They put Marcus Weathers and Abelhoff on the far side. Rufo's in the slot. And Marple Newtown will take a timeout. We will as well as they lead by three with 2.10 remaining in the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Marple Newtown has a three-point lead. Lambritios has two field goals in the day. Steve, do they dare go for a field goal? 55-yard field goal up by three. Um, I don't think so. I would love to say it. If he, if they kick a field goal, Steve, and if he were to make it, I would have Chip Kelly on the phone the next day <laughs> because I don't have any faith in the Eagles' field goal kicker. I have more faith in George, but they're going to go for it. Yeah, it's, it's just so risky with a long field like that. The trajectory is usually a line drive kick, and you don't want that being blocked or anything like that. I think this is the right call right here going for it. Empty backfield, five wide receivers set for the sophomore quarterback. He's got 11 yards to go. He's going to throw it over to Seam. He has a man in Marcus Weathers. It was broken up in the secondary. It's a very nice play by the by the senior. He had his man right down the seam, wide open. Went through his hands, but there was a man right there ready to light him up. And unfortunately, incomplete turnover on downs for the second time in this second half for the Tigers' offense with just a three-point lead. Let's see if this defense can hold Pencrest's offense. That's, a, that's the right call. I mean, even mm-hmm. if it was intercepted, then it just becomes like a punt, you know? Like, when you throw it up the seam like that, Steve, you got you have the option of getting hit, especially being a wide receiver. So first down and 10 from the 38. They're going to hand it off to Kindred up the gut. He's only going to pick up three. On the carry. Kinnor, nice run there on first down. You'll take three, four, five yards each each carry. Um, again, no real rush for them. Minute 45 and counting in the third. Only down by three. They have the whole fourth quarter as well. So um, their style is fine. You know, They don't have to really go away from what they know and start throwing it because running the ball uh, you know, can get you what you want. I-formation is going to go to count up the gut once again. He's going to ro- find his way. It's going to be third down and about two. Vic McEwen and Lazawicki in on the stop there, but another good run there for Pencrest on second down. This brings up about a second down and one for Pencrest offense. Excuse me, on the carry is Quintiliano. It's going to bring up third down and one with a minute to go in this third quarter. It's a big drive as the ball is spotted on the 47. Third and one for Pencrest. They're bringing the big formation to me, a full house backfield. And he's going to go to the up man, and he's going to pick up a first down. Yep, he reaches across, clock stops as the chain move with 51.1 to go 
Baytips gets the first down. Ball is spotted on the 49, so it's just enough to pick up the first down. Marple Newtown's going to have to try and gather the truth because they're only up by three. Touchdown gives Pencrest the lead. Yep, and Pencrest will get one more playoff here. It will switch fields, go into the fourth quarter with most likely a Marple three-point lead. It's going to be an eye formation. He's going to go off the left side. And it's going to be a pickup of about three as they continue to change these running backs, Steve. And that's, and that's what you have. You have fresh legs. You have three different running backs getting the carries. And we're about to go into the fourth quarter here. Pencrest does not need to run another play. But good job there by Pencrest. Front line to get a push and get four yards on first down. The fourth running back tonight, Bay Tips, with another carry. So you have a plethora of running backs in the backfield. That will do it. Second down and six from the 47. We're going to go into the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown is up 20 to 17. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and south Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. We welcome you back. One quarter left in this one. Second down and six. Twelve minutes to go. Tigers up by three. Ruffin goes under center. It's going to be a bootleg to the outside. He's got some room. And Kostak comes up and cleans him. And it's going to be spotted on the 45. It's going to pick up. About five, six yards, Steve. Third down and four. Good job there by Carmen Christiana. Um, there's two guys we always talk about on this defense, Turner and Christiana, flat out solid football players for this team, and he comes in and makes a great play because if Pencrest is able to get the edge there with Ruffin, Manny Ruffin, um, you know, he's going to pick up a first down and some more there, but good job by Christiana to hold him for third down. Wide receivers to the outside are Kenyard and Horn. Ruffin's going to roll that way. He's going to roll to his left. He's got a dump down. He's going to pick up the first down. He's going to be hit for the first down as Cal picks up the first down and continues to move the chains. So he gets goes with the rollout there. This time the defensive end doesn't isn't able to get to the outside and hold contain there. Good job by the tight end to keep him in. But uh, Ruffin finds his man in the flat as he turns up field, picks up the first down, and it's finally hit. By T. Camillo and the sophomore Dash Dolgarian. First and ten for the Lions. First and ten from the 38. Ruffin under center. It's going to be a pitch to the outside. He has some running room, but he is going to be whacked by none other than Carmen Christiana, number 22. Quintiliano continues to carry the load. Dash Golgarian, the sophomore, made that play happen. He set the edge, made the play 
force it back inside, and then there you have the safety, number eight, Carmen Christiani, the junior, who Coach Dickens got to love, going to be having back next year, comes in and chops the running back down at the legs. But good job by Dolgarian to set the edge there and force in because on the other pitch plays, the running back was able to get the edge on both those touchdowns. Ruffin's going to be a counter play back to the inside. Marple Newtown is not fooled and stands him up. That was Cal on it. Marple Newtown claims they have the ball, but I believe he was down, Steve. Not sure what happened there, but matter of forward progress. But I think it was forward progress. They whistled it dead before he before he stripped uh, it, it as they out. St- but as they stood him up, right? He was still, yeah. He was, and that's what they tell you. You got a man standing up. You have enough defenders there. Two defenders. The third guy come in and strip it, and that's what uh, Matt McKee did. But good job there by Matt Trainer, the other Matt, who. Uh, Stood up his offensive line and shed him and made the play. Wasn't fooled on that counter. So it brings up a big third down and about five for Pencrest. From the 33-yard line, shotgun formation for Ruffin. He's got three wide receivers to the far side. He's going to roll out that way. Marble Newtown has great coverage. Trainer in. It's going to be intercepted by Marcus Weathers down the sideline. And he is going to step out of bounds. Marple Newtown will take over. And I'll tell you what, great job by Marcus Weathers. After dropping that third down play, he comes up big. He, he's such a great kid, Marcus Weathers, on and off the field. And he comes and makes an outstanding play. But I'll tell you what, it was the effort by Matt Trainer coming at. Could have had a straight shot at the quarterback, but decided to go outside, keep contained. He kept contained of the quarterback and forced him to throw an interception. Good job there by Trainer. Eric, that was right in front of you. What kind of interception was that? Well, it was a great job by Marcus just to hang in there and, and just stay with the play because it looked like uh, quarterback was going to throw the ball out of bounds and just kind of, you know, uh, get rid of get rid of the ball there. But Marcus stayed with it, made a great play, and now they're back on offense with a three point lead. It's going to go to Marlon Weathers as this drive starts with 9:40 on the clock from the 38. The freshman, not much running room, is going to be tripped up after a pickup of one. I expect Marple here. Really going to tell us, as, as you know, Jim said, our executive producer, what this team's made of, what type of uh, team are they? Are they a playoff team? Are they a playoff contender? Mm-hmm. It's going to tell me here how much time they can chew up here if they're able to put this ball in the end zone, go up 27 to 17 with about, let's say, four minutes or, or less to go. We'll see if that happens. Abel Hoff, the lone wide receiver on the near side. He's going to go the other way. The ball just flips behind him. That's going to be a lateral. So he dives on it. It's going to lose about three yards. It looks like he just slipped out of his hand. Yeah, he went to throw to uh, Weathers. He had him open on the curl route towards the Tiger sideline. Uh, would have been close to a first down, uh, but just slipped out of his hand. Fortunately, he was able to bounce back on it. They're going to bring a third down and 11. Not a good spot you want to be in on offense. They're down at 11 from their own 40-yard line, 8.30 on the clock. They're going to come out with trips to the near side. Marlon Weathers, the deep back. Rufo on the far side. Paoletti's going to look to his left and launch it towards the sideline. It's going to be caught by Kostak. It's going to depend on the forward progress and where he marks it. And they're not going to give him forward progress. That That is a bad spot. It's forward progress. He, he had possession of the ball. He caught the ball, had possession, never never juggled it, got hit back, 
That's a first down. That is a terrible stop by the referee. So they're going to spot it on the 47. Marple's going to be about a yard short. 47-yard line. Eric, what are they saying on the side? It looks like they're going to go for it, or they're going to bring out the punt unit. Looks like the offense is uh, coming out. Paoletti's on the field right now. Um, fourth and one. Not not such a great spot. The uh, Marple, Marple Newtown fan section was pretty unhappy with that. I said the same thing. Forward progress. Fourth down to one. Paoletti goes off the left side. He picks up the first down. So good job by the sophomore quarterback to go off his left side. Great penetration by the big fellas. Good job there. I love the play call. Love the intensity by Coach Gicking. And this offense, uh, you know, got their pad levels low and just blasted that left side of the line. As Paley went that side, knew where he wanted to go behind Kelly and Carr, picked up a huge first down for the Tigers. So first down and 10 from the from their own they're in Pencrest territory now. Excuse me. Ball spot on the 48. Seven minutes to go. They're up by three. You'd like to see him drain more clock. Without a doubt. Pistol formation. Marlon Weathers, the deep back. It's going to go to him. It's going to go off the right side. Blocking for him was his brother, Marcus, but he strung himself out too much. It's only going to be a pickup of two. You're right. I thought he had the lane if he just went. Um, a little bit off tower, but he, he decided to bounce it out. Still picked up a good chunk of yards on first down, but uh, there's going to be an injury timeout on the field for Pencrest. We're going to step aside with the injury timeout. Marple Newtown up by three with 6.50 on the clock. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0220 extension 3 or visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com We welcome you back, 651 on the clock, second down and 8 from the 46. Marple Newtown's trying to drain clock to secure this victory. They're 6-2 and two on the season, but they need a two victories, Steve, to try and get into that playoff to secure a spot. Yep, they do. they got to really run these next two games, but right now it's Pencrest. you got to get by this game with a victory. Sped formation, Paoletti under center. They're going to put Abelhoff in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to the outside. He scored on it once, and they're going to continue to chop his feet. He's going to be tripped up, ball spotted on the 43. He's going to pick up three on the sweep. A little savvy, smart play there by Hoff. Not to go out of bounds. The jet sweeps, you kind of want to get the edge on them or find the crease to cut up. Couldn't find the crease to cut up, so he went towards the sideline but knew that he didn't want to stop the clock. So he stayed in bounds, just took what he could get and making it a more manageable, manageable third down here before Coach kicking the call play. Now, Steve. Say they don't get it. Is this four down territory to try and put them away? Or do you try and pin them? Well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. Yeah, I think it all depends on what you get on this. How many yards you get on this uh, on this play. It's going to be pistol formation. Marcus Weather is going to be up back. It's going to be handed off to his brother who's going to be 
a first down. Good job by the freshman to keep plowing his legs. They're going to blow it dead. He's going to be on the 36. That's a six-yard carry. And that is a tough football play right there. You know you need five yards there. You trust a freshman. That's mm-hmm. how much trust they have in this kid, a freshman. Lead blocker is his brother, the senior number 11, who just came with a huge interception. And... You know, this separates the men from the boys there. A play like that, third down and five, pistol formation, give it to a freshman, and he plows forward behind that offensive line who gets a great push for a first down. He entered the game with 145 yards and a touchdown. He is adding to his resume tonight. Pistol formation. They're going to hand it to him once again, this time off the left side. He's got a blocker, and he picks up the first down and more, spinning off defenders. He is dragging three Lions with him. He's going to be down at the 14-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of 22. You cannot say more about this kid. And no, listeners, I'm not crazy. He is a freshman, number five, Marlon Weathers, the younger brother of Marcus. And what a run. I mean... Us calling it does no justice. You had to see this run right up the gut. He took guys with him going all the way down. He spun off three. Outstanding run there. Pure determination by number five, Marlon Weathers. You'd like to see him establish himself, and he is exactly doing that. Three wide out set. They're going to put Marcus Weathers in motion. They're going to hand off to his brother, and he is going to plow his way. The ball is loose. The ball is loose. The ball is on the ground. They're clawing for it, Steve. We're going to see who comes out with it. And Pancras comes out with it. So, tough break, but tough you did break drain there, off yeah. clock. You said 4.30. They just didn't find the end zone. They didn't find, yeah, that, that was a formula. Score got 27-17 with under four minutes to go. They were well on their way to do so. Unfortunately, you know, they turned the ball over for the third time tonight. You have a three-point lead. You have an outstanding defense. Pencrest has to march 90, 89 yards here. Let's hope this defense can hold them. Rely on your defense all season. We'll see what they got. We'll see what they're made of tonight. Playoffs on the line. First down and ten from their own eleven. Four thirty-three. Down by three. Ruffin comes out. He's going to go under center. He's going to put a man in motion. He's going to roll out to his right. He's going to look for the home run. He throws it deep down the field. The horn is going to be intercepted by Carmen Christiana. He is a football player indeed, Steve. We talked about him last week. If John Gruden saw him, he'd be considered a Gruden grinder. I mean, this kid is an outstanding, outstanding, outstanding play call there by, or outstanding play there by, um, number eight, Carmen Christiana, as he comes in and makes a great play on the ball. And that's what happens there. I mean, you get a, you get a turnover. Most coaches want to strike, they want to strike quick. I don't mind the play call. Um, but man, you, know, you maybe want to establish run. You haven't seen that all game long. Nonetheless, Marbury Town with a great play. So Abel Hoff's in at running back now from the 45 of 433. He's still on his feet, and he's going to be taken down after a pickup of two. So they're going to see a few timeouts here by Pancrest, most likely, and try to save some time on the clock. And going back to that, you know, you haven't seen that all game. You haven't seen a deep pass. Not sure why they went to it, but again, on a turnover, you want to. Sh- I mean, that's a head coach mentality, and I don't mind it. 
But, uh, you know, in this situation, you're down by three. Maybe put a drive together there. But they you're might. being kind, Steve. That's a terrible play. <laughs> I mean, he is 6'3". He is your senior wide receiver on the outside. But he, he threw in a triple coverage. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the, you know, and he, the quarterback was under tremendous pressure. It was basically a punt. Well, 3.30 on the clock. A costly punt. They're going to put a man in Marcus Weathers in motion. And it's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff. He's going to chop his feet. He's going to be hit at the line of scrimmage, though. And what this is doing is just chewing up some clock. Pencrest isn't going to use any timeouts yet. I believe if they stop Marple here, they'll, they'll burn one. Again, this is this is interesting here. Marple Newtown gets stopped here. They are on in the Pencrest ter- territory at about the 43-yard line. So if you gain nothing here, what do you do? Do you send out, try to pin them, or... Do you go for it? It's a it's a risky call play either way. Um, so we'll see what happens here on third down first. Tigers up twenty to seventeen, just under three minutes. Spread formation for Paoletti. Fellows the deep back. They're going to put Abel off in motion. And that's the way they're going to do. Jet sweep to the outside, and he is going to slip up. He's going to pick a yard, but it's going to be fourth down with two thirty. Pancras is going to burn a timeout. That will be their second. We are going to step aside. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Brunmar Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! We welcome you back. Fourth down and seven, two thirty-four. Didn't get a first down, so they bring out Philman to punt it. Horn's gonna be back to return it. The Marble Newton had a chance to seal this one, Steve, as Pankras only has a timeout, one timeout left. Pankras defense came ready to play, and I like I like this play call here. Your defense is playing well. Let's see if they can try to pin them inside the twenty. Ball's on the 42. It's a clean snap. They go for the block. They don't get it. Philman's kick is going to take a bounce. It's going to roll, and it's going to roll. Oh, just barely into the end zone. Ooh, that, that was an excellent, excellent punt. I mean, it was two yards from just rolling right be, in front of that pylon. would have pinned him inside the one. Uh, but, hey, you, you, you chew up some clock. You chew about two minutes off with that, uh, you know. With that interception. And, He's know, a young guy. I got no problems with that kick. It was a tremendous effort. Yeah, it was a great effort. And, uh, you know, it was only a 23-yard punt, essentially, because of the touchback. But, you know, that was an excellent effort by Philman. Great snap by Tobin. Great coverage because they were coming for it. And with 224, they chewed up some clock during a three and out. And Guaranteed this, this is a run. This is your ball game. This drive. Second... First down and 10 from the 20. They're going to pitch it to the outside, the Kennard, and he is going to be hit. None other than number 10 himself, Noah Turner. They're going back to that play, and this time Marcus Weathers sets the edge, forces it inside, and big number 10, Noah Turner, the defensive end, comes in and makes the play to sweep him off for no gain. Marple Newtown's not fooled by that play anymore. 
Two minutes to go. They need to go 80 yards to get a touchdown. They only trail by three, though. They only need three to go in the overtime. I-formation. It's going to be a handoff once again this time. It's going to go up the gut. The Tigers are not fooled. Third down and long. Little misdirection there. And DiCamillo and Kelly, the two senior captains, coming to make the play there. On the running back for Pencrest with a minute 30 and counting. Third down and nine. This is huge. This is uh, It's four down territory. Even though you're deep in your uh, own territory, you only have two timeouts to work with. So I expect, watch the rollout pass here. Johnson checks himself in. They're going to look down the field. He's going to be hit. The ball is loose. It goes right into the hands of Kinner, the running back. He's going to be pushed out of bounds. But what a hit by the Tigers defense. I believe that was Turner, right? That came in from the backside. It was Turner. It was Turner and I believe Kelly. Well, great job. Fortunate bounce for them that it, he caught it. I don't know if that would have been a fumble or an incomplete pass, but it, we won't know because... I, I would rule that a pass. Okay, so it would have been an incomplete pass if, if that ball hit the ground. He's but. correct. He still got out of bounds, though, so it stops the clock. Ball's on the 25, fourth and five. This is your ball game. Yep, fourth and ball game. You called it, Dave. And, and, I mean, it, it, it did. He, his his hand, arm was going forward. It came out, and uh, good play by the running back. Yep, and I expect he, he had this formation. They're going to roll out left here. I guarantee it. You have two wide receivers. Steve calls it. He rolls out to his left. No return applying the pressure, and it's incomplete. No flags on the field. That will do it. Marple Newtown needs to take a few knees, and that is it. Coach Dicking, I'm sure Harry was calling the same thing. They had that trips formation to the wide side of the field. They were going to roll out. They roll out there. It looked like Turner might have got a hand on it, tipped it, but nonetheless, incomplete pass. Marple Newtown takes over with a three-point lead, 102 to go. They're on the way to victory number seven of this season. We're going to send it down to Eric. Eric, did Noah Turner get a hand on that pass, or was it just too wide? It seems like we're having technical difficulties. Regardless, Marple Newtown take over with a minute to go, Steve. It's been a heck of a ball game. I'm sorry there, Dave. Eric, are you uh, you over there? Yeah, I'm right here, guys. Was that pass tipped by Noah Turner? No, it, it didn't look like it was tipped. Uh, you know, pressure on the quarterback there. He just threw it away, and it, just nothing happened there. Um, you know, great pressure by the Tigers. What's there. the sideline like? Because they're taking a knee right here by Paoletti. Kind of... You know, they're happy, but they're almost, like, relieved at the same time because it was a tough, you know, 20-17, to 17, tough, mm-hmm. tough, you know, game here. You know, uh, a lot of things didn't go right, but, you know, defensively they came up again. They're relieved. Thank you, Eric, as they're going to take a, at least one more knee to seal this one, Steve, but they're going to finally burn a timeout here after 17 seconds run off the clock. We're going to keep it here, though. So you got another win. It puts you to 7-2, and two, Steve. You're right in the thick of things. And you come home next week. you got Senior Night and Strathaven coming to your house. Yep, and, uh, you know... Seven and two. I believe this is only the twentieth team in program history to, you know, get to that seven win mark. Um, only eight teams have got to the eight, so they'd be the ninth team if they can go, get by Strathaven next week on Senior Night, last home game of the season. Depending on if you get a home playoff game or not, but they're going to have to really win 
then that next game, uh, you know, if they lose, they might have an outside chance again. But you, you want to control your own destiny, and I'm sure Coach Gicking is going to be preaching that after this ball game and all week long. They're going to have to clean up a few things, though, Steve, because you cannot afford the comeback after these turnovers. You saw a bunch of center to quarterback. It changes. The one almost cost them going into the end zone and begin early. Yeah, this game was too close. I think Marple was the better team here. They... They uh, were more dominant, I believe, up front. And, uh, you know, just three turnovers really, really hurt them. And they're fortunate to come out here with a three-point three point victory. But I tell you what, Pancrest fought hard. They came, only a two-win team. They came hard. They came ready to go. And Pele takes his final lead. Marple Newtown gets off to Schneider after a two-game losing streak. Huge win for them. Uh, and, you know, you'll take a win no matter how it is. These guys are pumped up. Seven and two. Strathaven is next. And at the end of the uh, next week at Marple Newtown, but uh, you know, it's playoff football from here on out, Dave. Very impressed by the Tigers overall, especially the freshman Marlon Weathers stepping in to be the running back tonight. He he proved himself. He's ready for the postseason. Marple Newtown goes on for their seventh win of the season, twenty to seventeen here at Pencrest High School. Eric, have any final thoughts? Hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, just, you know, like Steve said, a win is a win. You know, uh, they haven't felt this feeling in three weeks since they beat Springfield over at their facility. Um, You know, just i got to give credit to Pencrest here. I mean, they fought hard. They capitalized off turnovers. Marple Newton had those three crucial turnovers. But, you know, they're on the road. It was chilly out tonight, good environment. And, you know, they got that W. But, you know, I think there's a lot of things to clean up this week in terms of, uh, you know, snapping the ball and, and taking care of the ball and just, uh, you know, competing in the red zone, settling for field goals. We want to settle for six. So, you know, good win overall. But, you know, I think there's a lot of things to clean up going into next week against Absolutely. Two Abelhoff touchdowns, one from two yards out, one from 64 yards out. Tack on two field goals by the All-Delco soccer player, George Lambritios. And that will do it. That's your ball game, 20-17. Yeah, it was uh, it was a great game, Dave, and uh, you know let our fans know that next week is going to be senior night at Harry Harvey Stadium, Crozier Keystone Stadium, formerly Harry Harry Harvey Stadium. I still got to remember that myself, and uh, can't wait to see all the fans out. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Strathaven always a tough one, but um, this team, if they went out, is playoff bound, most likely on the road. And uh, our man in South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, Greg Pecco, will be running those numbers frantically tonight. Um, but but keep, uh, as Dave will tell you momentarily, keep posted, um, keep keep checking online as we post uh, updates about postseason play. And uh, great broadcast again to guys tonight. Thank you, and um, thank you to our listeners. Dave, Steve, back to you. Thank you, Jim. Next week, the Marble Newtown Tigers will host the Panthers of Strathaven High School at Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marble Newtown High School with a 7 o'clock kickoff on Friday, November 6th in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and can be heard exclusively on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. 
You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2015 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNAthletics, and on Instagram at MNTigers. Colored commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima, head football coach, dean of students, and athletic director Chris Gicking, engineer, statistician, and executive producer Jim Olsman. I'm Dave DePasco from the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to this Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, My Way Entertainment, DZO Mechanical, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, Sprawl Lanes, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Bryn Mawr Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast in full or in part is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network Appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!